This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans, putting the NRL at your fingertips. New scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. New features for 2017 as well. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. This Week in League, uh, lovers of season-ending injuries in despair as the Auckland Knights take a year off. On a sunny Belmore afternoon, Lamb confirms its ongoing halal certification. We've tried to think of something funny about Origin, but fuck you, Mitchell Pearce. Fuck you and the yellow dress your dog rode in on. Fucking piece of shit. Plus, we look back at all the action from round 18 of the 2017 NRL season. We'll add more this week in League. Welcome to episode 263 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And what a fantastic Thursday it is after a wonderful Wednesday night of football. Fuck yeah, I'm sure glad we put off recording the show for an extra night. For this, oh, we could have recorded last night and not even even fucking worried about it. Yeah. What a fucking international cunt circus. It is a fucking ICC of the highest order. Well, we'll get into that though. Yeah. But welcome to our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. We had a couple of guys raise their heads this week, so make sure you get around these guys' Twitter handles. Uh, we got um Sam who um at Oz Dingo Dance. That's A U S Dingo Dan. Straight through. No underscores. I like him already. Shout out to this week in league and new listener. Cheers for getting me through the workday, lads. Keep the degeneracy coming. Nice one. You're welcome, sir. Uh, Mister underscore Sharkmeister. This is danger. Long-time listener, first-time tweeter to you blokes. We'd love to have seen the reaction of Dogs fans if they lost that game on the weekend. Yeah, well, we, he's going to hash it, walk out. No, I mean, you know, they don't, they, they throw bottles. Yeah, no. You know, they, they'll, rip, they'll rip flares, they'll, they'll stab you. Like, <laughs> walking out, if they walked out, there wouldn't be a fucking reputation to uphold for the Doggies fans. The only reason they're walking out is because there's a fucking riot in the car park. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they walk, well, they, even, they don't even walk then, they run on the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we kid because we love you. At J Silly, and there's another Y in there, so it's J S I L L Y Y. Scully B Nuts, he calls himself. You cunts are awesome. This is my kind of NRL show. Love how Comeback Kid and Strike Anywhere get a run. I, I do too. Both fantastic, fantastic. bands. And uh, you, you, you're awesome, cunt. Thank you for tweeting us. And um, yeah, I mean, if, if that's your, if that's your opening, yeah, you know, how do you do? Then obviously you're very well suited to this show. You're gonna have a great time uh, at the Mad King VTS. New listener and new to Twitter. Confused about why you call Darius Boyd fluffy? Otherwise, love the podcast. Well, confusion. I mean, we sorted the confusion out. Um, the easiest way is I just do a gif of uh, Doctor. Is Doctor Claw on Spectre Gadget? That's the bad guy, right? Yeah. Doc, he's doctor though, like his yeah, prefix, yeah. Or Mr. Claw. Or Mr. Claw, whatever he is, yeah. And uh, and with the big, the, with his big metal gauntlet. Um, Patting the patting the cat. That's his hench, henchman cat. Yeah, that's pretty much exp- that's that's explained. When when we first come up with the fluffy thing, I'm, I'm pretty sure in the first episode where we raised the term, that's how I described it. Like the Inspector Gadget reference. And it, the, the, it is a almost decade old comment. Yes, yeah, it's, it's like got to be one of the. Well, it's it's basically when he followed Wayne to the dragons. Yeah. So yeah, that's a it was a very long time. And it was. It's one of those only cases 
where a player and coach go at the same time. You may see players and coaches reuniting. Yep, which is what happened down the track for those two after um, their next stop. But, um, yeah, yep. So, yeah, it's because, you know... And Kieran Foran, of course, <laughs> being being the, the slowest fucking snail <laughs> to do the same thing. Yes. Uh, taking, a, taking a tremendous, you know, six years or whatever to eventually reunite with, uh, with his Dr. Claw. But uh, yeah, welcome, sir. Uh, thank you for uh, stopping by, and uh, thank you for listening and uh, and tweeting us. The mailbag this week. Speaking Ooh, the of furry cobras in the house, and uh, this co-host is allergic to the furry furry cobra. So fuck off, you. And there's an and there's a of death. And then there's another <laughs> another uh, reference that people won't get because the old furry cobra doesn't come out much these days. You know, it's uh, you're really you haven't you've been stopping by lately, little fella. But um. Got so much f- extra floor space in my office because I got rid of a lot of shit this week. <laughs> so she's like, well, I can actually come in here and fit. Um, Rishay underscore Rishi. Use cunts better make me laugh this week. <laughs> Ash the day the music died. Ash blues blues. Ash why are we so shit? Look, we'll try, but I mean, not in a real laughing mood, I'll be honest. Uh, the old egg council creeper. You know what, though? The, like, yeah. you, you, you can't get too down on yourself. Well, No. You've got to accept it. Well, exactly. I mean, your team's in the top four, looking like almost great, certain final winners, grand final winners. Got to love it. No, I'm talking about Origin. Just as I say, it's like it's easy to move on from Origin. Yeah, that's all. Ed Council Creeper says, "Why won't they rename the Footy Show? The sometimes we talk about Footy Show. That's a much more accurate title. Oh, that's old ground. I think we've been singing that song for the entire running of this yeah. show." But, uh, yeah, I'd, we've uh, we've diversified somewhat though over the years as well, and I'd, I don't know what year it is, but there was a best of it was DVD, so it yeah. wasn't VHS era. Yeah, it was a best of DVD of the Footy Show. Should have been though VHS, and it had yeah like some genuinely funny bits, like when Gerds used to do the thing where he went to people's yeah, house. Our house or your house or whatever it was, yeah, yeah. and and then even like Reg back was you know it was fine back like, in the day. A, it was fucking Gerds, yeah. So anything he did is fantastic. Like, you know, I could watch him scratch inside his urethra with a paperclip. It'd be fucking Logie winning TV. But, yeah, it's... I believe that's how he came up with the name of his, his coffee stores. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, yeah I'm, I haven't watched that show in years. No, I haven't watched it. Well, you know... We'd be watching it if, if we were Actually, yeah, <laughs> not recording the show right now. This is the thing. I'm, okay. I've got shit to do, man. Too busy. Um, Yana Sun score Mateus. Oh, can you cunts not tip the dragons this week? Every fucking time, asterisk you do, we lose. I went on to reply and said, well, as a matter of fact, I had them penciled in as my lock of the week. Lock of the week. Put the echo on it. Lock of the week, 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 week. Does this kind of not understand, like, a Twitter of B people? If you want us to not tip the dragons, don't tweet us and specifically ask us not to do it because it annoys you. If you ask, uh, yeah, if you if you let us know there's a chink in the armour, believe me, there's, <laughs> that, I'm going to just drive it home <laughs> endlessly. Yes. Like, when, like, for example, when old mate Levius <laughs> tried to correct the pronunciation of his Twitter name... <laughs> Uh, he went on to say though uh, after I said the lock of the week he, he, he replied and said um, well I look forward to this week this week's episode of TWIBC asterisk this week in being cunts Oof. <sighs> harsh fucking Giannis De Niro 
tweeted to Nat and said it might be a shortened call this week for this week in league, I'm guessing. You'd be guessing wrong. It was probably the longest conversation we've ever had, so fucking joke's on you, sucker. At I underscore M underscore A underscore warrior with one R. I mean, you're fucking kicking goals all over the over the fucking <laughs> curriculum right there with that name. You don't need to spell when you've got underscores. Yep. Good pod this week. Jay had me LOLing, which is the first time as his game has been mirroring the Panthers up until now. This is a guy who's called Warriors Suck Balls, and I think he actually has, like, a scrotum as his avatar on Twitter. Yeah, fair enough. Look, I'm not going to take anything from a New Zealander. Period. To heart. Yeah. Um, unless it's fucking Hobbit-related or incest-related, then... And maybe, like, you know, extreme, like, you know, like, like adventure sports, maybe. They're probably like, you know, bungee and all that sort of thing, you know? I don't know, fucking Thailand's trying to take that crown. Yeah, Thailand is extra level adventure though because you actually fucking die. <laughs> it's <was> so <laughs> unregulated. <laughs> is it some 70-year-old guy from uh, Perth? It was parasailing. Yeah. Now he's fucking parrot. What happened he's to him? Dead, fell off. He wasn't strapped in. No. <laughs> like the guide who was like guiding him yeah. didn't let go in time and went up in the air with him. And then jumped on and fucked the harness and he... Oh, he's like, it's him or me. And, you know, it. It's going to be, yeah. <laughs> so. gonna, yeah it's going to be it's going to be the farang every time you know, go splat. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. I'm, I'm glad you were laughing out loud. Yes. Mitch Doyle 13 with a suggestion that the Twill Nation nickname for Mount Smart Stadium should be the quarry slash or the pit or the shaft or something similar uh, with the justification of like... What will come out of the pit this week? Rocks, diamonds, who knows? Or um, spurt out of the shaft. Yeah, see, shaft to me doesn't work because there's other, you know, I, yeah. I would think of other things before I would think of, uh, you know, rock mining. <laughs> Somehow they're ejaculating diamonds. <laughs> that, that must be painful. And that's how we get blood diamonds. <laughs> uh, I, look, I like the quarry. The pit's too ambiguous, I think, but the quarry, you know, exa- you know, yeah. straight away, it's yeah, you, you're digging up rocks or you know, you're mining for shit. So I think, I, I think uh, the quarry, I'm quite happy for that. Other suggestions, though, and it, it, it does raise an interesting point. We've been very uh, forthcoming with like you know, reclaim Australia and you know, the Korean housewife and Hope Solo, mm. uh, muddy puddle. These other ones that are as yet unnamed, if we haven't named them. Then let's let's hear some suggestions. I mean, I can't remember. I mean, like f- for example, like Jubilee and that, like Cogra. I don't think we've got names for those guys. No, uh, we don't really have names for like you know, Suncorp or Thirteen Hundred Teeth. Obviously, that's covered. Yeah, but there there's a couple of them out there. Yeah, even like down in Canberra, we never really attempted to put a name on that field, have we? I don't think we have. So, interested in thoughts. Heavy underscore Nova. This week's pod was magic because I could audibly hear Nate's shit-eating grin while he was talking about the Seagulls. (laughs) That's that. Believe me, that's every week. Rain, hail, or shine. It doesn't matter. It never never leaves. Uh, Right man, twenty-eight. So that's a W R I G H T M A N twenty-eight. The pods keep me entertained every week. Keep it up. But I'll be fucked if I can work this Twitter out. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sir, message received loud and clear. You've done it. You 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 figured it out. You're doing it. You're in there. You're doing You're a it. What a genius! You know the thing about Twitter. All you do is just 
just type in some shit that should have been said in inside voice, type it out, press send, and just let the magic happen. Yeah, imagine a room full of people just shouting everything they're thinking all the time. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. then somehow, in all of that fucking noise, they can pick out another person with an opposite opinion to theirs across the room mm-hmm. and just yell at each other for hours. <laughs> That's Twitter. And let me tell you, there was a bunch of that on our timeline. On like, We weren't even Oof. involved. It was just people running at each other and kind of like... Hey, <laughs> hey! Look at this, <laughs> dragging us in to be witness to their to the fucking mayhem or something. But oh my just god, sit up on the balcony and watch. Advance warning: If I miss you, if you've tweeted a wonderful tweet on uh, on the weekend at all about a game, and I missed it, it's because there was such a high noise to signal ratio yeah. on the feed this week. It was very tough to navigate. Oh, uh, fat, hairy, lazy. Hearing stepdad talk about Penrith, you could hear the hurt and anger in his voice. You speak for us all. Thanks, sir. Hooked. At Supergrover 4, that was the best spray I've heard from a fan to his own team. Hash coach's fault. Um, Stepdad Jay going to real talk factor 500. See, I liked it because it's definitely the best you've ever... It's the first time you've really, you know... Got, gotten serious about the team and 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 and, and given oh, yeah. given give some cold hard truth. There's been the benefit of the doubt for them. Yeah, up until that point. But, but also, but Glenn, that Glenn had many. Glenn had many times where he had to, where. Yeah, he also had the Tigers. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm not. I'm not willing to put. I'm not willing to say it's the best spray I've heard from a fan of his own team because I, I I just feel like although I can't bring one to mind immediately the content, I just I, I could just. Close my eyes and I could see Glenn sitting in that seat there, just yeah, in tears. <laughs> uh, and you went at that stage. You you were still very you were very rational. You were just unhappy. Oh yeah, I'm a. Yeah. I, I was just a brutal yeah, anger stage. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Beer boy one eight two. Um, how about Eugene Levius? <laughs> Fucking Levius's Twitter new Twitter name that he hasn't changed after saying he was going to do it about six weeks ago. Yeah, I like Eugene Levius because then it obviously comes with a uh, display picture and everything as well. That you can do and fantastic. You can go the whole thing. Uh, ben Dunn forty three. Ha ha. Love a spray from stepdad on this week in league. But for the record, I also play contact sports. And then he proceeds to list exactly none. Yeah. So fake news. It, what are we? Contact sports like table tennis. Yeah, water polo. What he considers to be contact sport. I think water water polo is is a con, is a proper contact sport because oh, that's because yeah. you got the fucking down you got the uh, you got the whole the murky like the you under down to water thing where people are ripping do, each other's ball sacks off. Not, and, do not Google image search water polo underwater cam. Yeah, you know what? I it's mean, not fucking pretty. I mean, it's like all hopper all the time down there. Yeah, with the added with the with the squirrel grips and and punching it, people in the dick holes and. Yeah, it, it is... Fisting each other and... Seriously, some fucking Kardashian dads would be voluntarily playing water polo to save on operation expenses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, water polo, probably a bad example. That's about as contact as you get. So it's, and, and also, it's like the contact that you don't want. <laughs> like, it's the contact that other sports outlaw. Maybe Benny was running into the change rooms after the real boys played water polo and contacted them. Maybe. Or maybe he was just like employed as like a creepy crawly <laughs> for the water polo pools. Yeah. Gathering up the detritus. 
I'm an intensely fought contest. Fucking lucky you born in Australia, because in a colder country, you'd be a fucking chimney sweep. <laughs> Dickhead. Oh, harsh. <laughs> Stand in the water. That final song is the greatest song in the world. It's not a tribute. That's funny. Was that your first introduction to Wesley Wills, that song? The, I whooped Batman's ass? No. Ass? Yeah. For me, it was Suck My Dog's Dick. Yes. That's not on Spotify either, to much to my disappointment, because after doing the editing, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll, we mentioned that song, so I'll, I will grab it and put it on the end of the episode. And they've got a lot of stuff, but they don't have that. The good thing is they all sound almost exactly the same, just with different couple of different words in it's each. It's all over YouTube. Yeah, yeah, every, that's, every that's time, what I had to do to grab it. Every time I hear that song, I'm transported magically back to where I was the first time I heard it, <laughs> and I think it was one of the top five hardest laughs yeah. I've ever had. <laughs> the thing, the thing, I remember when I first heard it, I didn't know anything about the guy, and like from the name and everything, I assumed he was like, you know, probably just some redneck. <laughs> like dude with no talent like yeah. and then when you get the story that he was this this homeless black dude that you know with the permanent bruise on his forehead because his way of greeting people was headbutting them and uh, and like many years later down the track uh, you know I found a documentary about the guy and everything and um very very interesting dude and then there's a uh, the diversity of people on this planet and the yeah. way in which and the way in which they find their audience is is very uh, very interesting Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78. Stepdad has made my day with blowing up over Griffin Ball. But fuck that song. Oh my God. <laughs> it's, not, it's, not even his, it's not even his worst one either. No, like. it's not. You know, some of my favourite songs. Yeah. Like again, you know, my, my motto this year, I'm trying, that I'll, I'll light a candle instead of curse in the darkness. Yeah. Go and listen to some of his tribute songs. Like, have you heard like his Kurt Cobain song? Yeah, yeah. Um, his Easy E song. Yeah. <laughs> it's just there's, on Spotify. There's a whole album where they've collated just like all of the ones that are just like someone's name. That's and, like Because there's ones like Jelly Biafra who actually was the guy that put albums out for him and stuff, yeah, and actually yeah. did, and did help him. But uh, for me, the named ones is always always uh, the Arnold Schwarzenegger one. <laughs> You yeah. are my big buddy. You are my friend to the end. You are a low-down, dirty man. You can really rock a honey budget's ass. The co- yeah, the co- You are good at the rock music. You can really rock it out like a magicist. Oh. It's just the, it's the greatest it's the, it's the greatest stuff. But I mean, after about an hour of it, you need to change. It's a bit, it gets a bit savvy. I'll be honest. Um, Super Grover Four said, uh, "I whip Batman's ass is down my ringtone." Fantastic. I'll get your number number and just call you in business hours incessantly. For for those of you who don't want to, you know, think about Batman having his ass whooped, there is, I whoop Spider-Man's ass as well. Oh, and, and if it's not, and and if, and if whooping asses isn't your thing, you know, there's, there's a whole pantheon of, you know, suck a camel's ass, you know, suck a honey badger's dick. (laughs) Wesley. Uh, Wesley, uh, rest in peace, you, you, you crazy, beautiful man. Uh, Jeremy underscore Jack zero one. Listening to this week in league at work and had the episode named Spoonapalooza twenty seventeen on my screen. Boss comes up and asks what Spoonapalooza is, and um, he said, "Thank God <laughs> it wasn't like right in the past that you were one of these episodes." <laughs> yeah, no, good call, King Levius. How is this shapes war still going? Of all the things that have been said on the pod, this is the one that sticks. <laughs> so Tall Hayden sent us a. Uh, a photo, a screenshot of um, his screen doing what looked to be, you know, like online 
grocery ordering. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I and saw that, that. And when you and when you're talking about when you're talking about you know international cunt circuses, online grocery ordering is <sighs> one of the fucking greats. You order your stuff, you pay for your stuff. It arrives. They they dump it in your doorway or whatever. Yeah. You take it upstairs. You start doing it. Then you go through the manifest. And it's like, oh, we this thing replaced. you wanted, we've replaced. We didn't have these, so we replaced it with this other fucking thing that you specifically didn't ask for and is not the same as the thing that they're yeah. allegedly replacing. And Hayden, unfortunately, he had ordered the shapes, the barbecue shapes, the greatest of all time. We've replaced them with the flame-grilled new barbecue shape flavor. I mean, what a kick in the dick that is. <laughs> That's about the worst thing you could do to a man. <laughs> <laughs> Replace his barbecue shakes with fucking new barbecue shakes. Oh, yeah, no, that's absolutely feral. The world's a cold place. Twill tourists, a lot of them this week. Dirt Road Cowboys at uh, he's at Alstadt German Pub in Seattle. And then he went on to say that uh, he's doing his soberless in Seattle tour. Old mate at dinner with a maroon jersey. Said he was from Queensland, only had one head. I called bullshit. Look at that over there from over there from Albuquerque, and he's known he's known all the all the facts about it's rugby like league. Throwing shade. Throwing shade at Queenslanders. Mr. Wars, I believe, tweeting from the airport <laughs> on his trip down to see the Origin game and, and, the, and the Broncos game in Newcastle uh, coming up. I hope Qantas doesn't charge me for extra long room for my giant NRL erection. Going to twill tourists back home for Origin and then Newcastle versus Brisbane. Hashtag moist. Green Machine Pod, Solzy said, I Raiders have the buy and so do I. I'm extending my buy a week longer. Twill tourists in uh, Samoa. Nice one. Well done, sir. And uh, I want I want a full review on the um, on Samoa as well as a as an island destination. So I hear, I hear good things. It's like it's more low key than the you know the more yeah. fancied ones. So I've, I've had people come back and say that the locations are gorgeous. Yeah. Food's pretty ordinary. Okay. So. There you go. Yeah. Johnny Big Bananas sent us a, a tour tourist uh, from Sheffield. Of actually of Sheffield United, especially for Nate from the Steel City. Thank you, sir. Um, <clears throat> this week, the boys are back for the segment formerly known as This Week in Luke Dawn. So uh, they had a week off last week, but uh, without any further ado, let's get them into it and make sure you listen to Super League Pod and follow at Super League Pod on Twitter. And uh, also, congratulations to the guys who just passed the 150 episode mark as well and uh oh, when you're doing well these done. when you're doing when you're 150 episodes is a lot of fucking seasons of football to do and you know when you're watching all the games and everything it's a, it's i can appreciate the the investment and the commitment yeah uh, that those guys put into their into their show and uh so well, maybe not so much because in england it's not nice enough to go outside yeah i was you know you just want to be holed up watching yeah but then the flip side is you got to pay the fucking tv license as well so it's costing yeah. them money to watch but these everyone things. everyone does that. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. You know. It's cost of doing business in that for exactly. a godforsaken shithole. What happens if you don't have a fucking... Like, how do they tell? they got dudes driving around, like, you know, picking up the waves, don't they? But what about now? Like, if I'm streaming something through the internet, do I need yeah, a TV well, license? Yeah, no, no, I don't believe so. I don't have a fucking clue, but I wouldn't assume not. Yeah, well, fuck you, Bobby. That's true. Get Just out of my fucking around. house. Yeah, yep. I'm streaming NRL You've live just, from Australia. You have single-handedly changed the dynamic of England and their viewing schedules. Fuck, just let me know if you're going to come over and fix that Brexit shit too. <laughs> Fucking all over it. <laughs> Now 
then lads, Tom and Mark from the Super League pod back to bring you your weekly update on all things ESL this week in Pomeroy. And we'll start with a recap of the games we missed. So our absence last week meant we unfortunately didn't tell you how St. Helens headhunter John Wilkin doesn't limit his impact to opposing players as his stray arm caused a serious eye injury for halfback Matty Smith which had an effect on Saints in their 24-22 loss at Leeds. We also couldn't tell you about all the tries and penalty goals Hull FC gifted to Tabletopples Castleford that saw them also lose 24-22 away in the jungle. We missed letting you know about Greg Bird losing out on a grub-off contest with Lee Centurion's super grub, Jamie Acton. Bands followed for both after flare-ups in this game that overshadowed Catalan's last-minute 40 points to 36 victory in the south of France. You missed Peter Hickow's disappointing Warrington debut in a 26-12 defeat at, Week- at Wakefield. Who knew it would be uh, Big Pen Pomeroy that was missing jigsaw piece for Wire. More to follow on that. There were also home wins for Wigan, 28-12 over Widnes and Salford, 36-20 over Huddersfield. So, into this week's action, and we'll start on Thursday night, where league leaders Castleford came back from 16-0 down at half-time to earn a stunning late victory over near-neighbours Wakefield Trinity, thanks to a Luke Gale drop goal. It finished 24 points to 25 to the Tigers, a result which will be all the sweeter for Cass fans after Wakefield prop and answer to the question, is there a shit version of Andrew Fafita, David Fafita, celebrated his late try with a little too much vociferousness and saw Cass strike back for the win. Over to Friday night and at the John Smith Stadium, Shannon Wakeman, Ryan Hinchcliffe and Akuma Ta'ai were amongst the try scorers as Huddersfield Giants trounced second bottom witness 40-0 at the John Smith Stadium. The Vikings were again unable to call on the mercurial Rangi Chase in the half and it showed. Already condemned to the middle eight, witness remained in 11th place after this dismal display. And over in East on the East Lanks Road, tries for James Roby and a brace for Mark Percival for saw St Helens edge out Hull FC 19 points to 12 in a hard-fought battle at the Totally Wicked Stadium. Hull hit back through Jamie Shaw and Mahe Fanua and even led at one point before young Danny Richardson sealed the win for Saints with a drop goal. Finally on Friday, uh, whilst witness were being drilled in Yorkshire, bottom side Lee Centurions were busy being pumped 50-10 to 10 by what has been a very average Warrington side. Big Ben Pomeroy scored on debut for the Wire, who also saw the flying pig Tom Lennon bag four tries. For Lee, the eights can't come quick enough as another error and penalty strewn affair sees them rooted to the bottom of the table ahead of the split in two rounds time. So on Saturday afternoon your world champion Wigan Warriors are starting to look a little bit more dangerous now that they can actually call up some first team players and so it was down in the south of France as the Cherry and Whites came away from the stad at Gilbert Brutus with a 32 points to 10 victory over the Catalan Dragons. England half George Williams bagged a try and six kicks whilst there was a hat-trick for ex-NRL Brit Joe Burgess and another try for former New Zealand warrior Sam Tompkins. Catalan Dragons have now only one win under Steve McNamara so far and look more and more likely to be in the middle eights come the split. In the final game of the weekend, Leeds Rhinos moved above opposition Salford into second place thanks to a 24-50 win at the AJ Bell Stadium. The Rhinos led 36-6 by half-time and even a brace from Ben murdoch Masilla could not put a dent in Leeds' dominance. Ozzy Hooker and Val Kilmer's love child, Matt Parcell, was in on the action for Leeds, as was centre Joel Moon. 
So, all that means that Cass maintained their eight point lead, but it's now Leeds in second, Hull third, uh, sorry, Salford third, and Hull stay fourth on 24, 25 points. One point ahead of fifth place Wakefield. St Helens and Wigan are both a long shot for the top four at the split, three points back and four behind Hull, but at least they're safe in the top eight now. Huddersfield in eighth need just one win to confirm their place, with Warrington three points behind and Catalan four points, and an unassailable points difference away from being able to avoid the qualifiers memberships are you packed we packed most we packed by the by, basically by the stickers which are taking longer to go mm. get to us uh, for some fucking reason although I believe that they'll, they'll last five years such as the quality of the vinyl uh, bumper quality sticker I've also taken the uh, the liberty of having uh, some twill tourist ones some small ones constructed nice. if they arrive in the same shipment I'll throw some extras in for the members just because we love you guys but uh, otherwise I'll be throwing them out there to people you know people will be able to grab them um, if you don't want to kick in some bucks to support the show or whatever pick, yeah pick or them up them stick them somewhere because then because yeah basically then we're just encouraging vandalism I mean you do the tour tourist thing and people have been using membership stickers from various years like Mr. Wars for example but this time you know you can get a proper tour tourist one on there and these yeah. ones will last uh, they'll last the quality of the sticker is far more sturdy and will last longer then it'll probably stay up there before the government or the authorities or whatever <laughs> shave uh, it off I'll all. think of a special prize for the first person that gets a twill tourist sticker on a stripper's titty somewhere yeah but what's the, what's the, what's to say like it's just not someone with a wife with bolt-ons and they just fucking go just come here come here from well here. if they're gonna go into the fucking strip club and you know <laughs> well, so you need so obviously there's gonna be we're gonna be looking for a certain kind of lighting yeah <laughs> The photo needs to actually have, you know... It, it doesn't need to be... It can't be a photo. It needs to be, like, a, a short video. And if I don't hear, like, get low pumping in the background, it doesn't count. They've got to hold up their student loan agreement. <laughs> <laughs> Just yeah. put, up, put up here that they're studying something fucking useful, like journalism. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, yeah, there you go. I was thinking, like, you know, just, like, a really fucking bad landmark like if you put it on there you die like Buckingham Palace <laughs> if you can get through that fence <laughs> that's and, great yeah but you know don't kill yourselves or get arrested who was that kind of was it the White House like he just walked across the lawn yeah and got into the office yeah that, that's fucking crazy and then like it just so happened that there was a security guard there I was like what are you doing he's like yeah I'm breaking in <laughs> <laughs> well I appreciate your honesty I'm not going to shoot you down <laughs> I'm not going to kill you because you're so honest <laughs> You had the chance. You, you know, I gave you the chance, and, you, and you, you had the chance to lie. You didn't take it, so go on, you scallywag. Yeah. <laughs> get get out of here before the Donald comes back. <laughs> US, Grabs you on your pussy. U- U.S. Police. Yeah. Is, is your name Darnell? No. Hey, I'm free to go. Okay, this week, um, not a lot. There's a lot of, uh, you know, fluffing of the nuts, as it were, uh, post-origin. Don't really want to get into that, because, you know, it's a late, we're late this week, so we want to try and, you know, bust through it as quickly as we can, so we can get it up and you guys can listen to it. Um, the, the nines, though, uh, not dead, but postponed for a year due to the World Cup. Yep. 
I remember that they, they, there was a lot of talk around this year's uh, this year's nines that they, I guess it wasn't as well patronised as they as they wanted it to be or whatever. So they um, yeah, they're going to shift. That's talk of this potential shift. Was, I, I heard Melbourne, but there was also talk of Gold Coast or maybe even having it in a Suncorp. And fuck either of those two. Yeah, it'd be fantastic. That'd be even great. the Gold Coast, no problem. I'm, I'm quite happy to go down, stay a weekend down the Gold Coast, yeah. go to the nines through the day, you know, do whatever. It'd be fantastic. Uh, but not to be, they're not having it next year, unfortunately. But I, the, the thing that worries me about this is if they haven't got anything in place to have it the year after, then it could be one of those things that's just, just like fizzles. out of sight, out of mind. And yeah. it's like, let's, let's not bring it back. Yeah. There hasn't been any massive, large demands for it to be brought back. So let's just not fucking worry, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I hope that's not the case, but um, <clears throat> it's it, it's certainly a possibility, I think. Um, I hope not. The- I, I'd, I'd, like the the nines are good to sort of drop in and drop out of over that weekend. Like I'd, I'd certainly watch all of all the manly games and yeah the finals and stuff like that. Yep. And then I remember like there's been times when it'd been like you know the bucks party or whatever and, and you know and you're at the pub for the pub league or something at the start. It's great. Yep. Watch fantastic. Smash a couple of games out, have some drinks. It's great. Yeah. Look, but it would be better to, to be there. I'd love it. the nines. I'd, <clears> I'd love them even more if they didn't take away all the potential for negativity. Who gives a fuck how many established players you send? Yeah. Because the teams that do well there every year are the ones with just the youngest, fastest, fittest kids yeah. yep. that they go over. Um, and again, I could handle, uh, at the end of the year, you know, have a, a full weekend at grand final time where you play a nines tournament over two days and yeah, and then have the grand final at night. Yep. Or yep. You know, whatever, but uh, yeah, I hope we see it again. Yep, um, I'll, uh, we'll do the we'll do the origin now before the weekly recaps, just because it's fresh. The wounds are, f- are so fresh. Queensland, not even fucking wounds. Won the series, twenty-two six in the final game for a two-one series win. Suncorp Stadium in front of a decent crowd. At Suncorp. Uh, I don't know if I saw that though. I remember seeing on Twitter that it was you know the day of though. Yeah, you know, still tickets left. Well, yeah, they were. <clears throat> then that I heard the other night officially sold out. Yeah, yeah, officially official. Um, Queensland a hat trick to Valentine Holmes. Jared Wallace also with the fucking <laughs> easiest of tries. Um, Cameron Smith three or five conversions. Um, the New South Wales had a try to Dugan and a conversion to Maloney. Now, I think it's fair to say that in this game the New South Wales forwards did not do their mandated job. Correct. They um, did not do what they did in the first game, and I mean, there was there was a large part of that was just attributed to Queensland tightening up a lot and adapting to what was going to happen. And, it, and the New South Wales, particularly guys like Fafita, they didn't have a plan B. Once it got tough, yeah, Fafita especially catted it and started hanging out in the left centres, yeah. you know, and you know just shirking his fucking role. Woods was just absolutely, absolutely softer than baby shit especially in defence and I mean almost you know giving up trouble he 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 was made he was rescued by desperation from other players yeah. a couple of times but you know he was he was to blame just standing there watching for that Wallace try as well which was you know probably the one that you know killed it off as a contest oh, completely you know I mean me. it was probably you know it was potentially over by then anyway but he, he certainly killed it off as a contest but uh, Look, the, once again, Mitchell Pearce has proven he's not up to this level. 
he's he's had a he's had a very good season and he's had some fantastic seasons in the NRL at club level, leading leading chookies around and and yep. you know I'm I'm not saying that's not the case, but at Origin level the guy is fucking mind fucked. Yep, he's done. After that series where remember where I was like New South Wales were going to do this and that and to and and then Thurston and then really got fucking got into him after yeah. they lost. I think that's absolutely yeah. fucked him for life. And I'm not sure if it was a Laurie Daly mandated thing or if it was, you know, him doing it. But this, the, I believe statistically he took 12 kicks and nine of them went straight down the throat of someone, of, of, of Slater mostly, but Holmes as well. Yeah. There was one that Billy Slater where it bounced once and went straight down his throat as well. So, I mean, that's kind of, I can't believe there's any that hit the grass. I could not I could not recall any yeah. hit in the grass. I was stunned to hear that potentially two might have. Um, but... If you're going to be just doing these kicks, and I understand that, you know, in game one, the strategy was, you know, we do the kicks and to Oates. Yep. And then they always seem to have people, though, it was kicked into a waiting cabal of chasers who were ready to wrap the guy up instantly. This wasn't the case. We were on such, we were so on the back foot that they were kicking from so far back. Yeah. The kicks were only making it to the 30 and maybe the 20. And the chasers had didn't have time, and you know what? The chasers they probably didn't have the intensity to. They they probably weren't not sprinting as hard as they were in game one either. Exactly. But they were the kicks had to go further to make up more ground from the deficiency of the rest of it, and it's just not in in that case. It's just not a valid strategy. And if you're the halfback, fucking change what you're doing. Halfbacks, I mean, and and like yeah, you can't play behind a bearded pack. It's tougher to play behind a beaten pack, but if you've got a beaten pack, then it's your job to try and fucking turn the other guys around exactly. and, and make something happen. I mean, how many times do you see fucking Cherry Evans just jump into dummy half and then boot a 40-20 when, when Manly need it most? and um, Or try for a 40-20 and yeah. just go like a second tackle, third tackle. That's just it. fucking hook it downfield and, you know, worst case, you know, he finds touch or something or it ends up down in the corner anyway yeah. and they make something of it. Exactly. But, um, it, look, it, <clears throat> yeah. state of origin isn't... Isn't a different style of football. It's just a different intensity. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And if you're not winning the territory battle, then you're right. When you're putting the kicks up in game one, mm-hmm. they'll win the territory battle. Yep. Forwards are rolling. Exactly. And it's almost like New South Wales are the fucking bizarro New Zealand national team, who are a tournament team and yeah, just yeah. get better and better yep. The, yep. the more they play together. New South Wales get worse. Yep. And they've gone from having just out-enthusing Queensland in every aspect of the game in game one... And half of game two. ...to a couple of brain snaps. Yep. Like, did they understand that it's only a three-game series? I just don't... And I just never at any stage... So even when they got back into it, you know, in inverted quotes, you know, when it's 12-6, I, they, you could see they kind of lifted a bit, but at no point they still weren't... No, I wasn't. There was still nothing really much there. I mean, it was a fortunate. It was a try for kick, conceded by a very, a very poorly timed jump from Val. Yeah. Um, to jump early and for some, somehow missed it, and Dugan just happened to be there. And I mean, I can't believe Dugan even took it because he wasn't expecting it to come down past Val. No, <laughs> um, the fact he held it was you know credit to him, but it was a lucky try. Um, certainly wasn't constructed or anything like that. It was something they went for, you know, a dozen times in the game or half a dozen times, you know, to no effect. Um, But this is, and I've been thinking about this today. If you look at that Queensland team. Yep. Right? So, going into this series, fuck, no Thurston. Yep. No Matt Scott. Yep. um, Then no Boyd and no Milford, Mm -hmm. you know, going, going further through the series. 
every one of those Queensland players knows that if they're not stepping up, then their head's on the fucking chopping block. Yep. And beating them like they did in game one was the greatest thing New South Wales could have done for Queensland. Because Actually, yeah, it made put, them realise they're in a thing, they're they're in a series again. It put every cunt on notice because <laughs> they were forced to make changes. Yep. And guys who up until that stage, you know, Corey Oates was pretty much a lock for state of origin. Yep. He'd performed every year, he scores tries, he's yep. you know, he was the next fucking generation out there on the wing. All of a sudden he's back. He's dropped. Fuck. And he was a strange one too, because I mean his side didn't concede any tries, I don't think, in that game. Exactly. I mean, they, they were scored, there was two under the sticks, and I think the rest of them were out over on the left, weren't they? So, so um, yeah. New South Wales, I guarantee you, every one of those soulless, effortless fuckheads yeah. presume they're going to be in the team next year to make amends for what happened. Yeah, look, the Mitchell Pearce experiment, I mean, how many times... And How many times does it have to be? Is it, is it his time and it's his team and he's going to make it? The dude, he's meant he's mentally fucked at that level. At origin level, he can't win at that level. Does does his brain? You know, does his temperament come and his cool head return when you see the back of your of like you know your your Smiths and your Cronks? It shouldn't fucking have to. If we have to wait until those guys are gone, fuck it, we can persevere with somebody else who might have some potential. I mean, Pierce is a, is a good player, but. How many fucking chances does a dude get to to? to yeah. How how many chances does one does one need to prove that he's each uh, ticket should be fucking stamped never to ret- represent you, again? You got to look when you're in an uncomfortable circumstance, mm-hmm. then your instincts take over. Yep. You know, uh, have you read Thinking Fast and Slow? Mm-hmm. So, if you're pushed to do something, yep then your instincts take over and your natural state yeah. is where you'll be. And you look at the difference between the way Cooper Cronk plays his game yep. and the way Mitchell Pearce plays his game. When Cooper Cronk gets the ball, the instinct is to go forward. Yep. That's the instinct. Yep. And then he'll look for who's around him. Yep. So he'll start moving, bring the rest with him, and yep. then look for where he's going to go. Mitchell Pierce's instinct is to fucking stop and look to his left. Yep. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. <laughs> and when, when you're not moving, yep. you're not making that defender make choices in front of you. Fuck, do I hit you? Do I hang off you and go for the guy that you're going to fucking turn yep. it in for? Yep. What the fuck's going on here? They don't even have to go near him. Yep. It- and then he compounded it by... Ultimately, conceding the try that was the one that did put us out. I mean, look, like shooting out of the line, he did it almost, you know, at least once a set. And it, so Queensland, they're not fucking stupid. If they see that, they're eventually going to exploit it. And they're if he shoots out it, that, yeah. he shoots it, shoots out that extra one meter that time, and and Cordner's injured, so he's you know a little bit slower, you know, which, trailing which back on the inside. Fucking pissed me off to no end. Oh, I didn't see this until just just before we started recording tonight, and I was looking through um, League Live just to see what the news was, and if there's anything we wanted to talk about. As I'm scrolling through, I see an article from before the Origin game, and it was like Laurie Daly's happy if Cordner only plays forty minutes. I hadn't seen that, but I hadn't seen or heard that before the game. And I think like, you fucking moron. He was way, way worse than, yep. than people were led to believe. And I understand you've got to be a bit, you know, a bit cloak and dagger in the lead up to games so people aren't targeted or whatever. But he shouldn't have played. Frizzle shouldn't have played. Frizzle was great when he was on. Didn't last very long, though. Um, just that you can't carry, like, these injured guys 
into games like this. And, I mean, like, Corner still went okay considering the fact that he was injured. Yeah, you know what, though? He didn't because he's fucking not conscious of what's around him. Yeah. He was dropping balls he shouldn't have been dropping. Yeah. And that and he's all has to near do his, with your yeah. overall state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, look, I I like Wade Graham as a player, and I like him as like a, a a player at that kind of level. Like you know, when you need a dude to you know to do some hard shit. Yeah. Yep. But he's a fucking dumbass. Crucial penalties in game two, you know, potentially yeah. turned. In. I mean, there's things in game two you could say, like, you know, Jared Hayne not passing the fucking penalty, you know, Maloney had a, you know, there's a lot of things, but Wade, he had a fucking stupid, he had some stupid strips. Yeah. And then again, 12 6, we're right in the game, we're getting sets on their line, the the guys, the forwards are finally showing some, some ticker and muscling up in attack and actually pushing them back. And what's he do? Just fucking strips it as plain as, like, the, the yeah. biggest, most emphatic strip you'll ever see right in front of the referee's face. Yeah. To what fucking end? What do you think's going to happen? It, do they ever fucking say it's the loose carry? One in every fucking 98 times they, they might yeah, say exactly. that. So what's, where's the percentages in doing some dumbass shit like that? And don't give me this fucking, he was wrapping up the ball. You know, like, no, he fucking wasn't. The guy was charging forward, falling face first onto the ground. The tackle was being affected. He wasn't yep. going anywhere else. Uh, and your hand should not have been anywhere near the fucking ball. I mean, if you want to get the guy's arm or whatever and twist it and, you know, then the loose carry comes in and... Yeah, you know, he drops it. it. But, but it, it, you're right. It is this just simple bullshit like that and fucking Jackson deciding to plant the ball on the ground, <sighs> then get up and fall over. And, like, admittedly, that happens a lot. And that's a penalty. I mean, there was a penalty to Queensland for the same, pretty much the same thing on the other side. But why... It's... When you know State of Origin is a scenario where... it's It's an arena where normally, not all the time, but generally speaking... You're going to get away with shit because they want the game to flow, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So why, like, is Jared Hayne taking fucking dives? Like, he was he was smacked off the ball. Great. Mm. It's true, but don't lie on the... Play the fucking whistle, man. Don't lie on the ground begging for a penalty. Get, exactly. get off your ass and chase, bitch. And, and Jackson with his fucking thing. Things like that, like trying to milk it, play the balls and milk... I mean, they're never going to fucking penalise anybody for running someone off the ball. Like Honestly, I reckon oh. if you look over that New South Wales team... yeah. Teddy tried his guts out with what little fucking ball yeah. he had. Yeah. Basically, the only time he had his hands on the balls on kick returns. Exactly. Got and a lot of metres through that, but, I mean, it's all, you know, ineffectual. And didn't... You know, nothing metres. The yep. attacking fray, yep. except for, you know, I think there were maybe one or two players they ran yep. that had him in it. Yep. Uh, when you've got a, a player of that attacking ability just yep. doing fuck all... You can um, see that the, the entire the entire attitude was different, even to the extent that when Jake came on, you could see he was looking to line up the fucking Turbo's special yeah. play, and no one was going with him to, to actually. Game, he was looking. He was he was looking inside towards the ruck again to say who's coming in to do it, and there was nobody. They just like there was there was no line speed in attack. There was no line speed in defence. In fact, the so, amount of times that they were just waiting, standing and waiting for Queensland to come yep. to them in defence was it's and I tell you what, and stuff like that is not the way that. It's, it's like that's easy to fix that's just like your fucking intent when you go into a game you're going to do that but this is the thing there needs to be fucking consequences yeah like there does. anything else in life people respond to incentives yep and at the moment with Queensland the only people whose position is safe in that team is probably Cameron Smith still the Any, big three I suppose yeah, but anybody else in that team if Cooper Cronk starts playing like Mitchell Pearce He's fucking turfed in the next three seconds. 
and Ash Taylor's in there. I think I think Cooper Cronk though he he's one of those guys that gets he, he'll get the some of the extra leeway as well though. And you know what? He's not going to fucking start playing like Mitchell Pearce no, because not. his support group around him and the fact that he's just a higher quality footballer in general. Yeah, look he, again, he he's not. But the yeah. only person I reckon who is safe safe yep. would be Cameron Smith. When you look around that New South Wales team. The more of those cunts that are there next year, the less the chances they win the series. Yeah. Okay. So we talk about consequences. I think. I think. I don't have a problem with Teddy being there next year. No, I think. Te- I think Teddy's fine. However, Tommy Turbo is going to have to be there. Yes. In, in which capacity, though? Do you play him out of position on a wing? He played like a like yes, a, se- a season on the wing in Manly on, yep. on the right hand side as well. And so you put him on fucking. Cunt fingers Ferguson's wing. Yep, and that's where he played while he was waiting for his apprenticeship and to, to develop off. under Brett Stewart. Dugan, look, I think he can fuck off too. Quite frankly, um, I'd, who's on nat- naturally on that side? You take your pick, Dylan Walker or James Roberts. Um, I'd, I'd have Walker. Um, you'd probably put Roberts in somewhere else. I mean, let's face it, I'm not I'm not content with the centres in any shape or form on their side mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, out of, out of the current forward pack, obviously, I think Cordner, you know, went fit. I think he's fine there, yes. and I like him as captain. And um, he, he's, I think he's doing a good job as captain. Um, Jakey, Clem- Jakey, Jakey, and Clemo were the best two New South Wales players probably on the field yep. that game. Um, didn't put a foot wrong, really, either of them. Um, so yeah, credit to them. In and wow, I mean. You needed them on the field when we started making a run yeah. because the only time because when those uh, like oh, so imagine imagine back to that like Woods never to represent again fucking oath. ever you know what Jackson I don't think so mate I think we can do better no. than you two flick yeah um, all these people talking about fucking Jackson as a possible captain if Corden wasn't fit I saw that and it was almost like it was like he was ordained that was like that was what was going to be <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. If you want to apprentice captain, then let fucking Jake Turbo. Imagine going back to one of those like truly, truly mobile forward packs where yep. you had, you know, you, you've got Clemmer in there to, to add a bit of spice, but you've got Jake, you've got mm. Wade Graham, you've got Cordner, yep. you've got Vaughan and DeBellin. Yep. Well, I'd have both of those two. I mean, Wade Graham, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'd, emotionally, I just don't think I can deal with him anymore. Yeah, I'll give him another shot. Yeah. I'll give him another shot. But they're there. The players are there. Yep. What the fuck's it going to take? Yep. To get them in there. Yep. So. And like you know what, Fafita's going to skittle cunts next year, and he'll be back. There. He'll be back there. And you know what, I think Fif- I think he's capable. I think he's capable of doing. Fuck, you I know? tell you what though, under the Bellamy regime, might be a, a nice, fit and healthy Cassiano next year, or is he a Queenslander? Is he a fucking Kiwi? I don't know. I don't think he's eligible, right? Uh, I don't think so. But, um, look, yeah, who knows? Under the billing regime, Nate Miles might be back in Queensland next year, too. <laughs> and look, you know, Queens, let's, let's look, not take, what's his pizza as well? Fucking good first game, but I think it all yeah. came from that, it all came from that fucking game of lifetime from Fafita and, and, thing, and off the back of that. Oh, yeah. I think that game from him made a lot of people, a lot of ordinary people look really good. Uh, the problem once again for New South Wales is an absolute dearth of fucking heart of of of, of, yeah, of heart, but also hookers and halfbacks. Maloney was horseshit too. He didn't do I mean, he he didn't do as much stuff. He didn't do as much as yeah, Pierce no. in terms of more just having a shit game. That's the thing though. Yeah. Queensland slide that fucking effectively. Yeah, you can't just go around them, and yeah. that's what they were trying to do last night. 
Yep. Well, so, the, the the thing is, they couldn't go through them because they 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 put uh, they'd have four guys there ready to catch for feeder in the center. Yeah. In cases like that, we made all all the yardage that was made was when they'd spin it out and let fucking beamers have a go. Uh, yeah, they, that was the only way they made yard yardage yeah. after a while because Queensland was like, fuck yeah, we'll just again, compress up and that's it. They'll, Queensland will concede 10, 15 metres easily. Yeah, though. yeah. You know, it's it's a smart play. Well, yeah. Okay, you got sideline there, you can't fucking go anywhere. Yeah, yeah. So. When Queensland looked, they take nothing away from Queensland. Cameron Smith played his best game in Origin for a long time. He, yep. was, he it, it was like he knew that, like, okay, so Munster's come in, he's new. You know, Cronk's got his thing covered, but we got some weird positioning, you know, with Morgan and stuff. So I'm going to need to take it upon myself. To make sure shit rolls a bit easier and in the early and like that was the yeah. winning of the match. So, so there you go. You've got a team with a fullback in the halves, yeah, and a half in the centres, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and a half on the bench, yeah, and we lost in the forwards. <laughs> Fuck me. And like Munster had fanta- like a, a fantastic debut uh, off the back of all you know all that. Like Cameron Smith, he just set the tone in this fucking game at the very start and you know it was good it was good for New South Wales to only go in 12 nil down at half time and that would have given them a bit of hope I think because like for Queensland don't butcher origin tries like they butchered like they butchered. it was a completely wasted first half from New South Wales yeah so. They, were, they were on the back foot the entire time. Yeah. Nothing positive to take out from it other than the fact that Queensland butchered more tries than they actually scored. I'm just going to go and take a fucking Sleeping Beauty tablet yep. until the reign of Moylan and Cleary begins. Yeah, see, and once on the weekend, they showed worse attacking prowess than fucking Pierce did. <laughs> I will get to that game. Don't you worry about that. Um, but Real, yeah. Brilliant um, attacking prowess in uh, that game. Absolutely awful. Scoreboard reflects otherwise. Could you could you imagine if New South Wales had fucking 58 sets in the 20 metre zone of Queensland? Would have won the series. If that <laughs> Comfortably. Won, if that had won the game, I wouldn't care. Well, yeah, that's true too. Um, so, yeah, um, in, in conclusion... With the exception of Jake Turbo, who served his state and represented his club with distinction. Turbo, Clemmer, Teddy. Clemmer. Teddy tried hard, was uh, very limited opportunities, which were not necessarily his fault. Um, <clears throat> I'm, try- I'm just mentally flicking through the rest of the side, trying to think of anyone who Everyone should, else who should be shot in the head, execution style. Yeah. Um, I, I very much struggle to... You know what? Unless Hayne is setting the world on fire at club level next year... He I'm can done. Fuck with, off out of origin. I'm, too. D- I'm done with Hayne. He's stamped. Yep. You know what? Beamos. He's old, right? So he's probably going to run out of time just yeah. that way. But that dude, he still fucking puts it on the line. Yep. That that dude saved that try when, when Cooper Cronk was too bitchified. He was too much yeah. of a bitch to deal with the contact, you know, by taking it all the way Dived to the try down. line. So he drives yeah. it. He dives early and then and Beamos got the ball out. That. That was great. Like, I mean, he, that dude, the fucking the the effort and the desperation that he shows uh, is great. I just think he's, you know, I think time's going to get him. You know, although this is the greatest fucking long game ever played by Mal Meninga. Yeah, again, you know, selecting Dugan, Dugan and Ferguson, and Ferguson the yeah, team. yeah, and then say, so, oh, they're Australian team, and us get like, I fuck, and they're going to be on the fucking positioning, the positional play of that fucking idiot Molestatron. The fuck's he doing, like, on the hash mark yeah. fucking... It's, oh. uh, yeah. Anyway, that's... With two guys outside him, why, why are you giving two guys outside you the chance? I mean, sure, you know, Cronk or someone, would they would struggle to spin the ball out there quick enough to catch you out, maybe. But, I mean, a couple of long passes would do it. 
And you're not but, fucking alert enough. Uh, yeah. Just. And it's not like it was fucking fresh. Oates scored a similar try in game one. Pretty much exactly the same thing. Just the, you know, the kick was probably, the kick was as accurate, but it didn't it need to be as accurate. Yeah. It didn't need to be, like, this was a very flat sort of, uh, sort of kick. Um, it was fucking brilliant. Oh, it was, it was fantastic. And the take was good, but you know what? It was such a low trajectory kick. If fucking, if Ferguson had been in position, he would have taken to the fucking house. Because believe me, there's nothing, if he was, if he got himself in between the center and the exactly. winger, there was nothing stopping him from catching that ball. St- yeah, he wasn't out jumped or anything like that. Once the, the ball's kicked, I mean, there's nothing yep. Val could have done about it. There's no, you know, oh, motherfucker. Just a just an absolute fucking cunt of a game, and um, I'm well glad to be rid of that shit for a, another fucking season. And no, go fuck yourself, New South Wales as as, as a whole, with the exception of the players that we mentioned earlier. Shana eighty six uh, said. Has it been considered that maybe Val kept all those tribute, tributes and rubbed his hands with them before game three? Hashtag real sticky fingers. Uh, possibly. I mean, the person the person with the tributes was at the ground. Just saying. Fuck, shunt. That got dark real quick. The biggest tiger. I've had time to think and sober up. It's great to be a part of it. I'd hate to be from another state and just spectate. Love you, New South Wales Rugby League. Once again, the biggest tiger. Oh, look. New South Wales have had the greatest players to ever play rugby league. Yep. Put our jerseys on. And the greatest supporters, to be honest, because yeah. you know what? Losing this many fucking series and still having supporters. Exactly. It's a testament to the supporters. Yeah, fucking right. But I'm saying, we're, we're fortunate enough to have yeah. had the greatest to ever play rugby league play in our jersey. Correct. In every position. Yeah. Um, so. Ever. You know, our history uh, serves us well. Exactly. Well, the present fucking puts us on the end of a rope. At DeLorean Grey. I wonder if New South Wales could get in a team of ringers to work in their nuclear plant. What's Strawberry up to now? <laughs> uh, Bud Smoko. I'm still arguing with blokes. Pierce didn't play tonight. I'm sure of it. Didn't see him. Saw Maloney's team. Meh. Uh, Cruzy06. Factual. Ben Hunt has won more Origin Series than Mitchell Pierce. Also factual that Glasby has. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if you take into account that Mitchell Pierce really didn't play. Yeah. Matt Moylan's got a 100% strike rate. You keep bringing up this Matt Moylan like it's a thing. Um, At that level, he's a fucking thing. Curse Chapo. Mitchell Pierce went missing like the Brisbane Broncos' real salary cap book. Word. Uh, what are we? Swiss underscore cowboy underscore 78. Wally Lewis medal for gay guy. Must be hard for any Knights supporter to see him do something with effort. That is true. What a, what a disparity. I mean, obviously you're playing behind a better... A better team yeah. in general who are providing you with more you know, succulent opportunities <laughs> but <laughs> yeah Darius Boyd's made a career out of playing on the wing for Queensland yeah but the thing about gay guy is that motherfucker spends so much time in the middle too that he, yeah. he's hungry for work man he's looking for it the, the entire time so yeah credit to the credit to the boy I mean but geez he's not getting Brownie's not getting it out of him um, Ben Dunn 43 Alex McKinnon has a better kicking game than Mitchell Pierce, and he's tweeted out at Mitchell Pierce as well so you know, crying to your fucking dog biscuits, you useless fucking cunt. <laughs> this Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information, and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Don't forget to follow at 
our league live as well. They tweet from there during matches uh, and they got the bants and you can ask them for statistical questions as well and uh, they'll they'll do their best to get back to you as well. Um, now, do you have any stats that you wanted to look at this week? I do and they are origin related stats. Oh, fantastic. So you said that I keep bringing up this Matt Moylan thing. If you look at um, Bitchell Pierce, who was selected to play for New South Wales, yep. all year, right? All 2017, Mitchell Pierce for his clubs had 12 try assists and 18 line break assists. Matt Moylan's had nine try assists, so three less, but one more line break assist. And only playing three games in the halves where that's your actual fucking job. Yep. So, yet again, the Pierce experiment, fucking gone. Absolutely gone. Adam Reynolds, 12 try assists, eight line break assists. And he's been yep. injured for fucking 90% of the season. Yep. Fucking Luke, no, no, Luke Brooks is still shit. Luke Keary, 19 try assists, 24 line break assists. You mentioned before the show, they're mm-hmm. all at the beginning of the season when he was fucking trying his nuts off. But if we really want an attacking culture in New South Wales, this guy isn't even creating the most opportunities in his own club. Yeah. Fuck off, you absolute cum dumpster cunt of a human, Mitchell Pearce. <laughs> and you know what? Anyone that comes up and says that oh, you fucking wouldn't say it, fucking oath I would say that to him. Because you're well hard like that. No. It's not going to fucking degenerate into fist fights. Mate, but what, how many fucking NRL games, how many Origin games have you played, cunt? On fucking <laughs> Rugby League live on the PlayStation. Fucking plenty. <laughs> Don't mention that fucking game yet. They haven't signed a deal. No, <laughs> but, um, seriously? The thing that, you know, we don't fight each other, we can use our words, so it separates us from the fucking animals. But I would tell him to take the fucking blue jumper off and not go near it again. Yep. Unless he's putting a wig on and he's in the stands with it. Yep. It's like the ethical thing, right? You think, like, okay, sure, we can't stop dumbass selectors keep selecting him, but he can stop it. Yeah. He can make himself ineligible. Yeah. He can just say, look, you know, thanks, but no thanks. I'm an absolute fucking burdensome cunt to my state. And, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to put the, the, the wonderful supporters through that again. Anyway. While I'm at it, fuck you, Wayne Pierce. <laughs> yep. For giving your millennial shithead of a son delusions of fucking grandeur that he was the greatest halfback in the world. Oh, just, you know. Fucking never win a grand final, motherfucker. Look, there's just, there's, you just, there's, you have so many options available to you when you're about to bust. <laughs> Out of all the places he could have put Mitch, that would have, that would have been absolutely harmless to New South Wales State of Origin football. You know, he had to put it inside Mrs. Pierce. You know what? There's that fucking sliding doors moment. <laughs> Maybe if you could have put him in the Winfield Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Cunts. <laughs> Fucking cunts. 
The Roosters 14 defeated the Rabbitohs 12 at Allianz in front of a crowd of 16,245 on Friday night. And uh, the Roosters' tries came to Manu and Guerra. Two of two conversions to Flash. He also grabbed a penalty goal. The, Ro- the Sorry, the Rabbits at 12. Tries to Robbie and uh, Bryson Goodwin. Reynolds, two of two conversions. Yeah, it was a bit of a scrappy affair, this one. It was quite um, shit, actually, for the most part. And look, I... Souths have that habit this year of of having a magnificent game one week and then not being able to, to back it up in the next. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that was the case or whether last week their opposition was just truly horrid. Um, but they they just seemed to lack any of the intensity or yep. or effort that, that got them the big score against Penrith. You know, Johnson, who fucking sc- seemingly scoring tries at will yep. less than seven days ago, hardly saw the football. Now, he's not a brilliant attacking dynamo, but you give me a game where you're going to go out there higher on the fucking confidence ladder it's the one, you after know, the week you've fucking just... Starving with an appetite. Thousand. Yeah, yeah, so... Um, you know, you, you look over the stats for this one and, and they're all almost equal. You know, yep. the, the, the penalty goal separated them, but in terms of the sets they had, the opportunities they had, um, it was all bang on, which reflected... At the final score, I thought Friend was sensational for the Roosters. You know, you, you in a in a very depleted week where they needed one of their one of their yeah. regular guys to just stand up and, you know, much like much like Smith did for the Origin side. Yeah, he did take charge. And a captain's knock. And that's what the Roosters missed last year when they didn't have Pierce and they yep. didn't have fucking Rhea Hargraves for most of the season. The old heads weren't standing up, so. I think um, that was a positive thing, although now they lose him. He's injured. Yep. He's gone. And they've lost Michael Gordon. Yeah. So. Tough, tough right ahead. And, and you've got, then you've got a, a Mitchell Pierce who's just uh, just mentally just devastated. You know what? I hope he goes back and he goes. Anyone who's watching Twin Peaks, see, if anyone's watching the, 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 the new season of Twin Peaks, yeah. he's like basically, he's like, he's Dougie Jones. Like, I don't know. If he, are you watching it? No. He's hit Mitchell Pierce's Dougie Jones now, who's basically like a doppelganger of Agent Cooper, but like catatonic Agent Cooper inside. So the dude's just catatonic. He just he has to be led around and like just repeats what people say to him and stuff. That's what Mitchell Pierce is now. Absolute like thousand yards there. No fuck that. That's too soon. He's like this this, this motherfucker's staring for fucking <laughs> a million yards. Like <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, I, I take no delight in it either. I really don't. No, I don't. I don't want to feel this way about Mitchell Pearce. It's a, can't stop making me. Exactly. Um, there wasn't a lot of tweets about this, but our timeline was absolutely obliterated by fucking bitches fighting each other. Like, come on, untag us, please. When you're getting into this, uh, one-eyed tiger underscore. This week in moving to Perth, the South Perth Rabbitohs is a nice ring to it. What an absolute punish. Mm. It was, it was, yeah. That, that's the best way to describe that game. Uh, old egg council creeper. Robinson saying South tries were off kicks and changed tactics. Roosters coach are confirmed this week in league listener and stepdad J fan. Fucking, you know, tries off kicks. <laughs> Saturday afternoon. The mighty Manly Sea Eagles eight defeat the Penrith Panthers sixteen at the muddy puddle in front of a de- decent crowd though fourteen and a half thousand. Yeah. Um, because you guys, I mean, I remember it wasn't. It was only like a year ago when you couldn't crack ten yep. under any circumstances. Yeah. Um, so obviously the fidget spinners 
<laughs> the fidget spinners bought all the all the fucking autistic Penrith fans to the yard. Um, <laughs> Panthers sixteen tries to uh, Tamau and uh, DWZ. Um, Cleary two of two conversions and a couple of penalty goals. Uh, Manly's eight came from tries to Dylan Walker and Tommy Turbo. And uh, I've since found out that Matty Wright had a, a groin strain or something like that, and he couldn't straighten out, so he wasn't taking the kicking. Very reliable kicker. Could have used his kicks on the night, but in the end, they just started did, cycling through everyone else. And uh, do you mean by groin strain? Pulling his dick too hard. No, no, no. His, his dick saw Nathan Cleary's chin just retreated inside his body cavity. I would have thought, based on your criteria, I would have thought if you saw that chin, you would just you would have this tremendously throbbing erection that could just wouldn't wouldn't go away, I, and you'd almost be a tripod. No, you or I would. Well, it, not, it, not, not I. I thought, I thought you were saying like his chin is like a thing, so it's like a universal thing. Like it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't have to be like you. Like it doesn't have to be oh, like no, the, the president, good. CEO, chairman, it's and fucking and, and chief load taster of Namla. So you know, and look, er- erections are spontaneous things. You know, you can't control them. <laughs> so watching and observing, yes, you and I would. You know, it'd be look like we're fucking trying to look at Venus in the night sky, but. For someone who has to play against him, I imagine that the penis retreating into the body so violently could potentially strain a groin muscle. I'm not sure how that's how void groin strains work, but uh, you know I'm not a doctor, so I'm willing to, I'm willing to concede that it's possible. <laughs> oh. oh shit! I've just lost the document. Come back. All right. You can start this. <laughs> one. Oh, you go. Look, and I'll finish it just like Penrith did Manly season. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually not the case. Okay. We're still we we are still in the top four and we're fine. Look, the first thing I want to say is um, I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to give uh, a lot of credit to Penrith. However, I think they're absolutely pedestrian and one of the worst three sides we played this year. Just uh, unbelievable. Um, the, this they've probably had the the biggest. Not a disparity in possession, but certainly a disparity in where the possession to where the tackles all took place. Namely, inside Manly's twenty meter, and for such touted attacking plays. And also, remember when Penrith were, you know, a couple. Well, this feels like a lifetime ago now, but when they had the comeback against the Warriors, and then the week after they had the comeback against fucking mm-hmm. whoever was next, they were scoring some tries like motherfuckers. Yep, they had, were absolutely clueless. The only thing they had was towering bomb from Nathan Cleary, which is that thing that he's kind of degenerated into a little bit in his second year. Um, where Moylan did three-fifths of fuck all, and um, and mercifully, for, you know, and I think beneficially for the Panthers' side, he's out this weekend, because um, he had nothing. Uh, and generally speaking, they just had a lot of fucking nothing. Um, you know, played a very rugby union-esque game, and you know, kicking, kicking goals to get away, and, um, and one try that was... <laughs> I can't blame Perinara. I want to look. Believe me, I've got a lot for Pen- I've got a lot of Henry Perinara hate in my heart. But um, you know that that try that try for fucking TWZ that wasn't on him. I mean, other than the fact, I mean, if you're watching it live, you go, yeah, of course. You know, it looks kind of it looked all right. So you know, I'll send it up to try. Probably can't blame for that. Another great example of why referees need to stop sending decisions up as a try or a no try. Yeah, but even so, I mean, like. If you got a dude standing directly in front of another dude, and and that then that dude gives the dude, the dude in front of him the ball, yeah, the bunker should be able to do their the job, right? Should, but what you're saying is that you let go if they've grabbed it at the same time. It's a simultaneous catch. Yeah, yeah. If so they have, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And like that's what I'm saying. But if you're standing like, if you're standing like, I where where Perinara was probably like ten meters back to the oh, towards yeah. the middle. Like that's you got you got to go. Well, I guess. 
like it didn't look like it was you know bobbling around or anything like that you know but um yeah so yeah but the bunkers you know no surprise there i mean everyone gets fucking stung by the bunker at some stage in the in the fucking season but um found some interesting interesting facts like stats interesting stats yeah, about him right. interesting stats about Perinara and like that that penalty count was it was absolutely fucking atrocious especially for a side that, that as ill-disciplined as Penrith have been all season for them to suddenly stumble upon perfection when they needed it most at yeah, home and blah 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 it was it was it was close to perfection because I mean there was the the the, you know, the square ups at the end sort of thing to make it look a little bit more fucking palatable to the mm. to the home viewer but um Perinara I have here a list of every game that he's refereed featuring Manly. And uh, the overall record is uh, for penalty count is 119 versus 144 to the opposition. Um, nine all record. However, the most important statistics come in the last four four matches we've had with him. The fourth of those as being the one that was the furthest away from, from now was uh, back last year in the middle of the year, um, a couple of weeks ago, you know, past the year, the year anniversary, where Manly beat Souths at the Sydney Football Stadium, despite a penalty count of 6-11 against us. That was the one where Jamie Lyon accused Henry Paranara of being a cheat on field and didn't get sent. He didn't say, he didn't call him a cheat, but he did say something heavily implying that, you know, you're trying to yeah, do well, something, you know. Jamie Lyon's a lying, backflipping, diving piece of shit. Uh, Any, anything he, that he does should be taken he told, he, through the prism as he, uh, he He told it very... Because since then, the penalty counts for Manly versus Perinara have been a total of we've in four games we've received a total of twenty three penalties versus forty one <laughs> penalties against culminating of course in the uh, in the uh, in the atrocious events. Now it's it's hard to say whether now, have you Perino- done, have you done that for every other team? How much fucking free time do you think I've got, bitch? Well, take your fucking irresponsible stats use the fuck I'm out just, of here. My my concern is Manly versus Perinara. If you're interested in Penrith versus Perinara, then, no, then please please proceed and, and invest the time in doing the statistics no, I'm not, yourself. I, I don't ref's fault. I just talk about my team. So I'm not sure if it's because Perinara... It, if if it's common, if it's the Jamie Lyon thing, because that's also around about the time that Perinara actually graduated from being a pocket ref to being able to be a main to ref as well. Time. So... Yeah. But what it does indicate, if that is the case, that's the benefit of the doubt case right there. But if if that is the case, then it just illustrates he's a terrible referee. And the other example of what a terrible referee is is that when when Frank Wittenstein hit fucking Cleary with an elbow in the head late, he got I distracted. Was absolutely, I am one hundred percent convinced. You will not be able to convince me that Perinara wasn't going to fucking send him. And then Cherry Evans came in and engaged him in conversation and legitimately distracted him and made him forget what he was about to do. There's nobody on this planet that can convince me that that's not the case. You could see he was going to. Did the match review committee pick that up? Not that I've heard, hey. I haven't heard a thing about it. And usually, you know, the club tweets that sort of stuff out, like these are the guys who are up and, you know, and I don't don't think he's so much as... It was on report though, right? It It was on report for sure, right? He's named this week, so... Yeah, so... Yeah. Look, here's that thing. It's again, that the chin he's he probably was going to send him yeah well just because the dude's like yeah I mean like what's that fucking what's the bad guy in fucking that lazy town that Robbie that's what what he reminds me of (laughs) Um, this game was importantly for Penrith there are a couple of things they did better than before Manly got their first points on the board I think they withstood four or it took Manly five sets to crack them 
It wasn't like five attacking sets, yeah, though. Yeah, five attacking sets to crack them. Mm. I remember it being where, pretty fucking quick when they got, got it. No, it was fucking ages. It was Cherry got repeat after repeat after repeat after repeat. And they held them out. Uh, you know, this is a top four side. And they were good enough defensively to just stand up to that sort of barrage. And, and that was the only that was the only time they had to actually defend because they, cause, cause they were never allowed down there to attack again. Yeah. Well, by, here's, by here's the thing, if you don't want a penalty count like that, stop fucking giving away penalties. Well, if you don't want a penalty count like, like that... It's like cunts at Windsor about getting fucking speeding tickets. Use a thing on your dash. Stay under the speed limit. Who whinges about speeding tickets? You might tickets? get a ticket. It, what, you ever heard someone happy about it? I'm not happy about it, but I've, oh, the way I tell the story of speeding tickets is, I don't I don't speed anymore because like in this day and age, things have it, it's getting ex, it's getting yeah, expensive. I prefer to spend my money on other shit. And there, was, and there was a time there where I had to get through like two years on one point because yep. I got a couple in a row, like you know heavy ones in a row. But back in like say fifteen odd years ago, it was a lot it was a lot cheaper. To, oh, yeah. Points wise and dollars wise, yeah. to get away with speeding, and so for me, for me, when I was when I was you know busy and I wanted to get home from work or I wanted to get to work or whatever, it was like a game, and it was almost worth it to get caught once a year for the countless hours I had saved. <laughs> it was like a price of doing business. <laughs> And, and in fact, one time I got pulled over at Highgate Hill on the way home from work, and I already said to the copper, I said, good job. I said, congratulations, you got me this time. There's been so many times you've missed, but yeah, you nice. got me this time, well played. Yep. You know, respect. You're not going to get me ne- the next 20 times. <laughs> but, um, oh, I love it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the other thing that's coming through is that Cleary and Moylan, Moylan especially, is starting to take a little bit more control of attacking sets. Yeah, starting to get out of that mindset of to the detriment of the side, though I feel. No, he's learning. This is how you learn by testing out things. It's like Mitchell Pierce, like Mitchell well. Pierce's side, the Origin side. No, doing fucking nothing. Huh? They're doing nothing. The fuck accent and was Cle- that? And Cleary fucking does nothing. They were, they were. Like, we we fucking don't under the Bulldogs, and I felt like they were more dangerous in attack. Well, then you weren't watching this game. You probably accidentally had it on pause. Right. Ser- seriously, I think it's a very, it's, it's a very, this is a very deceptive game. Like Penrith fans would be glad to get the win, and you oh, know, yeah, great, shit, yeah. good for that. Two points, you needed it because let's face it, you, you need to try and make the final somehow. Year. There's been plenty of games where we yep. won that we probably didn't deserve to across the park, and then all of a sudden it's seasons back on track when it isn't the fucking case. Yeah, I'm, and I'm, I am by no means saying that they were perfect in this game. What I am saying is that there was enough there that I see as a positive because Moylan's starting to work on building some attacking pressure and not just trying to go for these miracle fucking scoring sets every play. And he'll learn to temper that. Hopefully. Clearly starting to be a little bit more involved. Uh, And realistically, when you look over this game against the top four side, Penrith had, you know, I think it was six or seven extra sets. Yeah, but all of their sets, or majority of their sets, were in excellent position. Great, excellent better pressure. But the other thing is through pen, though, penalties allowed you to start your sets from like for all of them from but inside our half. This fucking stupid idea that a penalty count has to be equal. 
Trent Barrett's yeah. out there going, well, hang on, how are we supposed to win if the penalty counts? Possession and penalty counts should not be equal. It's fucking stupid. But the thing is, you want to make sure that both teams are being policed the same, and that's not what, and that's definitely not what happened. That's what the, that's what it comes down but, to. You know, it's not times, an actual physical count. But how many times we fucking your shit cunt human eagles marched for back chat? That should once. Th- once. Nope. Once. Nope. Yep. One time. It should only happen once per game. It shouldn't. It shouldn't happen at all when they're not actually back chatting. I mean, this is the thing. They were just saying, "Look, referee, come on, mate. Fucking tired. Just a break, mate. Yeah, okay. Be f- be fair. Be but fair again, to Flair. That's on your captain to pull his fucking team in the line. He did. He did a fucking fantastic job of the of the referees this year. Must be loving Cherry Evans. And like now, Jamie Lyon's gone. Can you imagine? They'd be like, oh, thank fuck. We talked to this guy who comes at us all reasonable and shit. <laughs> like, t- talks to us like a gentleman. <laughs> they must be fucking loving his. Yes. They must be loving it. Yeah. <laughs> so, no, it's uh, again, Penrith undefeated asterisk rolls on. And um, are, they in the, are they in the eight yet? Manly on their way. No. Still not shit. They're fucking miles out of there. You guys are. I didn't realize you were so. I didn't realize you were that fucked. I thought you were like, you know, for and against and stuff. You know, you were sort of about to get in it. No, fuck no. You're vir- you're virtually mathematical. No. With only you know not many games left. Fuck. Have the the run home between Para and Penrith is pretty different. Yeah. We 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 do have an admittedly soft draw coming yeah. home. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing: if Penrith want to get their season on track. They've got the Warriors this week, which is a blessing because it's one of the teams that are with them on the ladder. But you know, should be in theory far worse, and like a, a game that they would yeah. you would think penciling as a win, and um and then, ma- then and mainly get dogs and, and mainly get the Tigers. So like <laughs> it's it's a good week back for both of us. Yes. But um, oh, it was that's a fucking shit game too. Like I mean, I I've give a lot of respect to Manly for the defence and everything like that because they had to suffer more fucking defensive pressure than you know almost any side this year like you know coming off their line and so the fact that they could see like one one was a bullshit try and I mean the first try was in like what three minutes or something like that so I mean after that that Tamau try I mean it's, it's fucking amazing um, but look that's been Penrith all year have, have success up the middle within the first five minutes of the game and then don't go back there for the rest of the match yeah, but also it was one of those ones. It wasn't like an earned success up the middle thing. It was just like early in the game and Cunts hadn't woken up yet, sort of thing like that. No, you that know, was earned. He, he was just harder than your entire yeah. fault. I mean, back. the fact that when Manly actually passed it and then the Penrith guy tipped it and then Walker dropped it, so it was actually knock on Penrith. You shouldn't have had the ball in the first place, but let's not forget that. Melbourne Storm. Has Wesley Willis done a song called Ref's Fault? Well, he's dead. I wish he had, though, because it would be actually the theme song of this show. You should do it as an homage. <laughs> You know, fucking, I could do. I've, I've got like a fucking old Casio. I could fucking, I could probably do it. Put a strap on and put it sideways like a keyboard <laughs> guitar. <laughs> dun, 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 Henry Paranara, <laughs> you are a cunt. You are a low down, dirty rat. <laughs> you could, you, you could suck on a camel's ass. <laughs> you get penalties when penalties are not required. <laughs> Henry Paranara, you, you, you are my, you are my friend of the year. <laughs> Henry Perinara. <laughs> oh man, I'm so fucked, dude. If I like, if I get half an hour of free time in the next couple of days, I'm gonna fucking do it. That's nice. it. That's tremendous. Unfortunately, it won't be for this episode, but oh, it will be the it will be the theme song of the show. Every show will end in it. It'll be great. But then you'd have to like just swap it out, just swap out the chorus, and then so you just have the same thing, and then but then you just like Matt Titchen. <laughs> 
<laughs> badge. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't understand how you can have CHCH and be called chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I the tweets. I can't, I can't, can't read the tweets. <laughs> I was going to say some shit. <laughs> Some wrong shit. Um, Mario Siegs, man, that chin's an impressive piece of architecture when you see it live. It actually looks dangerous to tackle. Oh, that's right. Fucking good old Mario made the trek to the game. He did. And I think he did he name it. Did he name it in, on Facebook? Is it Muddy Puddle? Although I shouldn't be surprised because he doesn't actually live in Manly, so will travel. Well, he actually, like, lives in fucking Armadale or somewhere. I know. So I'm that, saying that's he, some traveling shit. Because he doesn't live in Manly, he will travel. Manly fans are shit fans. Oh, and don't we, go to games. We fucking go to all the games. I mean, look at that. We packed this ground. Penrith can't get fucking 10,000 normally, and we got packed in like 14. What did I say it was? Yeah. Fucking lies. With fucking people from Armadale. Well, that's one. And, his and the other 4,000. He didn't take his family. Well, not, you know, blood family, but they're his, his family. His bro. bros. Yeah. <laughs> I consider you family. I'm going to do a tweet from Dan, uh, uh, Undiluted7. These uh, delicious respite tears are tremendous when they're not from dickheads who support your club. <laughs> but also, it's oh, it's funny, like, I'm, I'm fucking, what's his site? Like, he's got, like, real sports or whatever is it. And um, and he did this article. I saw it come up on Facebook, you know, obviously because he shared it himself because it was his thing. And it was like, it's like trying to be like a legit balanced sports site thing about, you know, why Manly, you know, can't complain about the penalties? And it's like, it's like, oh, you know, I've you know studied the, you know, I've studied the game, and then, then blah 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 blah. I read this article, and I'm like, going, okay, like let me let me, and I see the byline, Daniel Lang. I go, fuck off. Stop. <laughs> I have unbiasedly looked at the findings of this game. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. A fact is a fact. Fuck out of here, you ranger. Shunter eighty six sending fidget spinners to the bunker was a stroke of Machiavellian genius by Gus. So was the novel concept of repeat sets. Mm. Um, on a daily bailers I for one congratulate the bunker for challenging our outdated notions of offside and knock on <laughs> pop shh the Panthers scored albeit off a kick but credit where it's due that manly defence was outstanding yeah agree um, all things are true Parramatta Eels 22 defeated the Melbourne Storm 6 down at the Korean Housewife 13,500 plus in attendance the Eels tries the French Gutho Moses and Rad Radra. Gutherson, three or four conversions. A storm, a one try to Jerome Hughes and a conversion to Stimson. Yeah, I think finally the, uh, Origin caught up with them. That's the first thing. This, you, yeah, you know, true. Origin depletion finally caught up with the storm to a, to a point where, I mean, I said with like last week that you know Munster might be taking like one one guy too far. The yeah, the straw, the one breaks. understudy too far, sort of yeah. thing, and um, yeah, and they definitely it definitely did appear to be that way. It, it wasn't like Melbourne were were horrible for the whole period of this game. This game was an opening salvo of some pretty fucking exciting football. Yeah. And then just not being able to to piece things together for the rest of the match. Yep. Um, for Parramatta, though, some, some excellent individual performances. Semi's back to, to how he was when he was for carrying the, the entire fruit, fucking yeah. team. The pass at the semi era. Yeah. Which uh, f- shortly followed the pass at the Jared era, <laughs> and uh, preceded the current pass at the Gutho era. <laughs> yeah, um, and you know that that Melbourne team. Well, you see the importance of somebody like Smith. Yep. And even though in a lot of tackles he's a, a second or third man in, 
that's still a second or third man going in that's not one of your other forwards. Yep. And pulling them out of position. So um, those young guys will learn from that. They were, they were pretty blessed in how easy they had their their first game. Albeit it was a golden point event. Yep. But it went fairly smoothly for them to be able to get out and for the, the new guys to, to clinch a win. Um, they'll be better for it. And I don't think it'll scar them too much. Yeah, and, and the fact that they're still like you know firmly entrenched on the top of the ladder with the buffos, <laughs> yeah, they've they've got through this this period magnificently. And again, yeah, you're right. Yeah, every year, Bellamy writes off six points. Yeah, at least. And this year, sailed so, through. Yeah. Rested dudes in proper yeah. games after Origin games where he actually had them available, but rested them anyway. Last year's premiers. Grand final rematch. Oh yeah, we'll fucking rest Cronk like. <laughs> And and all of that stuff's paid off for him. So you know, over over time, mm. uh, over the rest of this season, then fuck yeah. Remember you know, Bellamy coming to dinner and just dropping his nuts in your soup and just standing there looking at you. Yeah, <laughs> um, right, Josh underscore Gunton one uh, Storm finally fielded a team that's under the salary cap this round. Who knew? Leroy Brown, 1978. Oh, fuck this, I can't watch any more full-strength power versus the Melbourne cool summer breeze. <laughs> Look, I mean, it's, it's been a charmed run. That's the thing. You know, you can't fucking origin fault. Yep. you got to cop it. Okay, um, the Canterbury-Bankstown Bulldogs, 20, defeat Newcastle Knights, 18 at Belmore. Crowd just over 13,000, saying goodbye to uh, Josh Reynolds. Um, th- have a good trip. Are they not also saying goodbye to Sam Cassiano? Look, not so much. Did did you hear, did you uh, hear anything noted about anyone other than Reynolds? I don't no. recall. I mean, it, it, it is the Belmore farewell for him too, but yeah. he's obviously not as favourite a favourite son as uh, Josh. Because Reynolds was forced out by the club, so everyone's like, "Oh, look, Possibly. he really didn't want to leave." Yeah, probably and fuck because Cassiano, he's gone to Melbourne. It's possible. I mean, like, uh, when's Brisbane's last home game? I mean, are they gonna are they gonna put it on for Hunt? Yeah, no. Yes, it's it's interesting because it's not often a player. Usually, the players get sent off in that manner when they're retiring, yes. and not when they're going to somewhere else. That was a retirement send off. Yeah. So yeah, that doesn't often happen though. For yeah, interesting. Which does which shows like how you know as a you know favoured a favoured son he is and and yeah. how out of touch I guess the administration is with what the 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 fans in the community around the club would actually desire. But you know you've got to get a playing group that you've got to get your playing group that you think is going to take yep, you forward. And you certainly uh, do. Look, I I dealt with that whole thing at at Penrith for a long time. Oh, when they're pushing Lukey um, out and no 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 they didn't they didn't push him out, but. It was more around coaches. Yeah. And when they got rid of coaches, the players would stand up and, oh, this and we want this one and we want... And you, you can't fucking run a club yeah. like that. So, um, this the Bulldogs were really, really poor in this game. Yeah. You look at the week beforehand and what I thought was going to be Spooner Palooza... The Tigers were that much better than the Knights yeah. in that game than, yeah. than the Bulldogs were yeah. over Newcastle in this one. And everything in this game came down to the last, what was it, three minutes. Mm-hmm. So, 
amazing, like the last five minutes. I mean, the Knights had it. They had a fucking one. Yep. Eighteen eight with about five to go. Yep. They were doing pretty well at that stage too. They'd got themselves into the winning position, so like all the all the momentum and the morale, everything's all on them. The dogs had played like dog shit for the entire game. Couldn't have been more demoralised. Here we are, five minutes away from embarrassing ourselves. The Newcastle Knights at home. Uh, they haven't won a home. They haven't won an away game for six hundred yeah. something days. So it's a fucking enormous, you know, inordinate yeah. amount of fucking time that they've won. And, haven't won an away game. I think it amounted to you know have like twenty one consecutive losses or something like that away games. Um, and it's our favourite Sunday that we've fucking concocted here at Belmore, and you know. And then somehow they fucking found a way to jag a try to get him into it. And then the the miracle of miracles charge down that actually works. Yeah. Get someone into backfield, bounce up to the point where they can pick it up and away and they you yeah. know it there's a lot that's been said about young Lamb. Well yeah, then then the fact that we the Josh Reynolds is shit ever on the ensuing yeah. short kickoff when Newcastle Knights had their last throw of the dice yeah. short kickoff and uh, the dogs safely came down with the ball and not penalty Josh Reynolds took someone out shoulder yeah <laughs> I, I have been a fan of Lamb um, all through the year I think he is playing with a lot of energy and he's taken a lot of responsibility that you, you, you wouldn't be getting in other clubs. Yeah, I think I've, you know? I, I I was a, a champion of him earlier in the season. I think the last two weeks he's been dog shit. Yes, and and almost hook worthy in the last in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, but uh, but you know he's a young dude. They're gonna there's gonna be peaks and troughs with it. You know because they they find it, you know young guys like that can't especially with a loserish fucking side with no yeah. morale there. It's hard to maintain. You know I, I would and, think. And that's the thing. The one positive. Is that well? You know what? He is that sort of player that when the game is on the line, mm-hmm. you know, give me the ball. Yep. Then might be good enough <laughs> at times, but that that but despite that, I mean, you know that that uh, that instinct and inclination is is a great thing, and it's what you want your halves to have. Yes. Uh, and then you know, so then you put put his halves partner on under the microscope. They get a penalty. It's from uh, about 30 out. Hodkinson is you know, a very good record as a goal kicker. I mean, he's not like he's, he's not El Masri, but he can fucking kick a goal. Yep. Has done clutch shit in the past in terms of kicking penalty goals and field yep. goals, uh, you know, in, to get dogs into finals and things like yep. that. I mean, he's done it all. <clears throat> clutch period where he had to stand up in an origin game when New South Wales won the series. Yep. And, um so he's been there and he's fucking soaked it all up, proven himself under under intense pressure in the past. But this comes up and he's just like, no, nah, forty meters out, no, nah, too far, can't do it. Didn't realize it was thirty meters out. Now, if that's true, he's still a fucking low life because even at forty meters, that's your time, mate. Yep. One kick, or you do- especially when. He's coming back into the side, mm-hmm. and got to try and tap him up. Yeah, I mean, we've questioned his, you know, the guys that he's the, yeah. that he's kicked out. You know, so absolute bitch move, and then to dump like a rookie who's already has his has his potential and career jeopardised yeah. by being burned out at a very young age by a shit team that loses all the time. Yep, 
putting him under that sort of pressure. Wasn't an easy kick angle-wise. Distance was okay. But then he's obviously overthought it, you know, tightened up, you know, a million different things, a million different factors. Yeah. And he's just, he's done one of the all-time shanks. Yeah. Like just so, all, all time. And and again, he's young. He's kicked it like I would have by myself at the park. Yes. When no one else is watching. Yeah. Like one of those ones where you're like, okay, yeah, you do that one fucking, you know, four times out of ten. <laughs> um, you know, he'll learn. Yep. You know, and what he got out of the end of that game, you hope he learns positively from it. Mm-hmm. All signs indicate yes. True. I've seen him speaking to media and he's actually yeah. fronted up and, you know, and, and spoken about it in a way that, to me... Makes me think. Well, fuck it. This this didn't. You know, this could have gone very very badly for him. Yep. But he's obviously got good people around him, and he's he's come out the other side the right way. That's that's his public face. You know how let's see how it manifests on the field. But yeah, um, but so far, I think he's uh, he's handled it very well, which is just making himself look even more. You know, what he's got to do illustrious now compared to is buckle Hodgson. down and have some decent solid performances. He yeah. doesn't need to be a fucking world beater. And people are going to be looking at the dog shit now too and like, you know, it's more exactly. scrutiny, like all those mistakes and drop balls yes. and stuff. Like that that sort of shit and kicking, you know. Yep. Now he's under the microscope because he's a dude that's had this barrier and people just want, now they're going to want to, you know, find evidence to, for the narrative that he's gonna this be young kid's destroyed. Yeah. yeah. This kid's mentally fucked. Yeah. So, so he just needs to be solid for the next couple of weeks. Yep. And, you know, get on with his season. And who knows, maybe he's more, you know, far more experienced halves partner might want to, you know, look after him, take some fucking responsibility, you know, not try and let him do it himself and, I don't know, lead? I talk guess that's the, the word I'm looking for. Talk to James Maloney, might be going down to Newcastle as well. Look yeah. that mental. Yeah, is, is, he, is he going or is like, you know, it's wishful thinking from Knights at this stage, isn't it? But I hear it's a sizable, like, kind of double his cash if you believe everything you read the Knights are actually talking to every single player in the NRL well they they, they are because they, they've they got nothing and they, they, they don't need something they've just gone to the RLPA yeah they've hacked into the company that they, they use to make those ugly as fucking cunt pus gonna need some playlists gonna need some playlists and, manage, and management contacts okay sure yeah which ones do you want um all of them all of the all of the players. Okay. They, they didn't even BCC them. They just fucking... <laughs> um, yeah, so... But, I mean, these 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 nights, fuck. I don't know how they do it. Like, they've had some losses this year that have just defied all, like, the ability for a human being to sustain emotionally. And then they do this. It's just like, they're finding new and creative ways yeah, to, to fuck cause fucking coronary... <laughs> Disease and 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 aneurysms and blood clots in their in their uh, their membership. Yes. Uh, heavy underscore Nova. The refs tried their best to give the knights a chance, but knights will knights. Would have been great to see Hazler explode, though. You don't see Hazler explode that much. I mean, yeah. it mostly happens in behind closed doors. That's it. Little Buffalo can't believe the dogs and knights game got interesting. Hashtag roast lamb. <laughs> Uh, life is a thigh day. Thank God Lamb didn't make that conversion. 80 minutes of that bullshit was enough and it capped off an average round. For me, it would have been much better if it was 18 all 
and yeah. then and then they've kicked it to, to you know to kill him with the uh, a Reynolds grubbery thing. A trip would have been better though. Yes, but that to be the co- the thing that cost them the game that would have been fantastic. Yeah, uh, you, got, you got all of that to look forward to next year, Tigers fans. Yep. Hey Sam Warden, I think it's time we stop feeling sorry for the Knights. They do this to themselves. It's true. Fuck. They so they're the one group on earth that aren't worthy of your charity, Sam. <laughs> Fuck. I guess their fucking polar ice caps aren't melting enough for rough. him. <laughs> that is fucking rough. The Mad King VTS. I wish I was as stoic as the Knights fans. That must have been heartbreaking for them. That's fucking, I think they're just catatonic at this stage. GT351 underscore Johns. Ugly ass win, but it's a win. At least Grub and Cass get a win for the last Belmore game. See, there's someone that recognises Cass. There you go. Astro Knights. Alex McKinnon would have had a better attempt at that goal. Oh! Do you see the time? The, the time has come now. Has there been enough time passed where people start to throw Alex McKinnon stuff out there? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> a year or two ago, I was just like, oh, "No, you can't. You don't. Yeah. Don't." <clears throat> I feel like we. I feel like we raised a lot of money for for rice for Alex. Doesn't that afford you something? Yeah. The ability to go to the roast. I don't know. Yeah, definitely. Cattle Dog Blue. The league gods hate us. Can we find a way to lose a game? You certainly can. Uh, and Broncos, Raiders, Sharks, Titans, Cowboys, Dragons, Warriors, and West Tigers had a bye. Moving on. again after a week off due to um, excess partying excess excess birthday partying last week we welcome back the lovely Nat again who's back uh, on Australian soil for her uh, American trip I am very happy to be back jet lag's conquered you're sounding all very very bright and bubbly again and uh, I am I'm feeling good no more sickness I'm good (laughs) (laughs) when are you back in when are you back in action for the Pantherettes um the 27th 27th of July, we're playing Bulldogs um, at home. So, ages. yeah, that's my – no, no, bloody ages. We got a game on the 22nd, but um, I'm not doing that one as I was away when we were, I don't know, doing the dance or something. But I'm not complaining because I've got a bit of um, America weight to shift before I get back. In <laughs> See, I didn't, want, I didn't want to say that. I was going to say something like, you know, you've got to sweat out <laughs> the cheeseburgers or something. But like, oh, you can't say You can't say that to a lady. But uh, if you, you say can, it, you because say I it. need to. So <laughs> – I'll be posting throwbacks the next probably month. <laughs> Nothing current. Very good, very good. Um, and look at you know we 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 can't we we can't uh, not mention the fact that uh, were you in the country for this? But you, you your guys got the win on Saturday. You went back then, were you? Yeah, I flew in that day and I went to the game. Oh, you actually had the game. Um, and yeah, I went to the game. Yep, yeah, and they um it was a very nice way to spend my first night back in Australia. Um, I was game. expecting to get done, so... Yeah, well, um, I mean, that's, that's true. I was expecting you to get mm. done too, but uh, my goodness, yeah. I, I'd, I'd forgotten about uh, about our mate, a good a good mate of the manly side over over many, many years, uh, our mate Henry. Are you going to blame the referees? I'm not going to blame him. Yes, no. you are. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I, would, I would never do that. I would never blame the referees because I just, I just <laughs> don't think you can. But but uh, do, I, do I feel like that we were given an ample opportunity to ply our trade? No, no. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it was a uh, play. Well, I do. I will say, in defence, in defence of um, the referee in Penrith, I, I will say, in the first little bit, you were lying all over us a little bit, and that probably just set a bad tone for the rest of the game. So I suppose um, 
that's where, like, as much as it was probably unreasonable, um, it was your fault. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I, I will say I loved it. I, I mean, I've, I've no doubt said this. We're recording this before the rest of the show, but there's no doubt that, that yeah. people would have heard before before we got to this section of the show. That I'll say I thought it was masterful though from DCE when Frank Winterstein mm. came in and, and hit Cleary with a elbow late or whatever. When, when mm. you did that, it was masterful from DCE to come in. And just engage Perinara in a chat about, you know, the general refereeing and everything like Because I honestly think that he's such a poor referee that mm. the, the Cherry actually distracted his pea brain from doing oh, something like Symbian, w- like from sending him or Symbian him or something. Yeah, because I-, I was thinking to myself, and you think, with a 14-4 penalty count, why was no one sent off? Like, if you're a referee and your job is to control the game, 14 penalties for one team doesn't mean you're controlling a game. So shouldn't someone be sent off before it gets to that situation? I was waiting for it. Like, you know, whether or not the penalties were reasonable, which a lot of the time they weren't, wouldn't it make sense that you'd send someone off before it gets to that you know, extent. But I think, yeah, DC did a good job because not only did he do that, but he was also allowing your defensive line to get reset because he would come in and chat all the time. Yeah, but I, um, I, So I, when I, we had I, these back-to-back penalties... Feel, yeah, I, have, I feel I have so little respect for Perinara. I honestly feel that he distracted yeah. him to make him forget the sense. Well, I mean, you guys have been one of the you know one of the poorer discipline sides as well, though. So, I mean, it was, it was, such, yeah, a, it was such an incredible turnaround for you to be so perfect on that day, mm. on that particular mm-hmm. day. So, I mean, Four I mean, penalties. Books, Hook's, Hook's doing great work. I mean, I don't, We're kind of constantly offside, I've noticed. Yeah. Like, whenever I go to a game and watch from up, up the top, I'm like, wow, That's we're literally consistently I? offside. Yeah. And it's only when we're super, super offside where it gets pulled up. So we've got this great ability of which we get, like, you know, eight metres instead of everyone else's ten. And then if we go within side, that, then, that then one, like, like, hang on. Then you get that one when, like, Darcy timed his run to perfection and just came off a big yeah. run up. And, and, and then the, the, the crowd, like, literally 20 seconds. The crowd mm-hmm. booing there goes like, oh, okay, penalty. Like, yeah. <laughs> the guy, he's he's an abs- he's an absolute muppet. Like, and uh, yeah, I think he's. St- I can't remember which game it was. Maybe in the, the Cowboys Chechen. game. I can't remember what it was, but he um stuffed us around this year too. So, yeah, oh, he gets he gets oh, well, he gets east as well. So I mean, it's good. It's good that you know this time you got you guys got the um the the rubber the green and uh, well we needed and it. And I don't want so. the, I don't want the rubber <laughs> the green from him. I just don't want him refereeing our games anymore. That's, yeah. that's as close yeah, to rubber yeah. the green. Well, as people were saying before the game, people were saying, oh, here we go. It's like we're going to get like Penrith because he had screwed us around earlier this year. They were saying, oh, bloody hell, he's refereeing for us. And now I'm like, yay, he can referee all our games. <laughs> it's funny. I was, I was just, I, I, got home, I got home right before the game started, like to the point where yeah. the players were like running onto the field when I was about two minutes away. Yeah. And um, and I had my son in the car and like we were coming back from somewhere, I don't know, like dump or something like that. And um, and oh. listened to the radio telecast, so like the pregame and all that sort of thing. And then, then they said something about the referee, like, you know, Perinara runs on the field. And I've just gone, under my breath, I've just gone, oh, fuck's sake. And, yeah. <laughs> and my son's gone, what's the matter, Danny? I said, oh. <laughs> this referee, mate. <laughs> and this yeah, is before the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I said, well, I said this oh, guy well. hates us because because the, the the other thing as well, which I which I go into detail on the show more earlier, mm-hmm. but um, but uh, Perinara is the guy that last year that Jamie Lyon called him a cheat outright. Oh and, yeah, um, no wonder he doesn't like you. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, because yeah, I've actually I've actually got uh the. How many games we say we got your game? We got your game. Yeah, it's roughly we've roughly had about um, four or five games since that point, and um, mm-hmm. the last six penalty counts have been thirty-six to sixty. 
And um, wow. it's hard to say. It's hard. Yeah, and it, it, personally. yeah, and it's hard to say whether that's that's when he that's when he became. That's also around the same time he became um, a main ref instead of a um, pocket ref. So yeah, it's, hard, yeah, so yeah. it's hard to say if that's a correlation, like if it's just more responsibility, mm-hmm. you know, more losing control of games, or if it's you know it, more than that. But um, yeah, it's crazy mm-hmm. when, you, when you go back through every game that he's refereed for us. It's like mm-hmm. 110 to 144 or something for penalties. Or something like yeah, but so yeah. ten of those are like last week. But um, but anyway, it's good. That, it's good that you guys have got to win. I mean, I still think you're screwed. Um, your attack is so bad. <laughs> Honestly, I know. You've got nothing. I, I and one of those tries he scored wasn't even like wasn't even close to a try, and that wasn't Perinara's fault. Well, that was I the fucking that was the um the bunker. That actually came out. Archer came out and confirmed that as a try. Yeah, Archer, so Archer says a lot of shit. Part. Archer yeah, but I'm going to take that. Yeah, there's no way that was a try in <laughs> any way, shape, or form. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. Like um, our attack, it was it was sad. Like our fifth tackle options were horrendous. The amount of times we got caught. Like on the fifth tackle, running it instead of kicking yeah, it. Like yeah, keep and, the bloody ball. I feel like this year it's been like in our twenty meter zone. Like maybe six, maybe six hundred, like, maybe three thousand. I don't know. It felt like a lot. Hmm. It felt like all. But like we, all the beginning of the year, all we were doing. Minutes, but, uh, yeah. Literally, at the beginning of the year, it was just Nathan Cleary bombs, which weren't working, yeah. and now it's just gone to, to just nothing. But saying that, I, I I did enjoy the game. I thought it was entertaining, and um, and both teams' defense was really good. So, um, oh, it was great. It was it was yeah. fun to watch. I liked it. I was happy. I, was I happy like a good with, close game. I was very happy with the defense. Yeah. I mean, let's face it. No yeah, team, definitely. No team is- I, don't, I, I like that sort of game. That sort of game is good. Like, you know, low, not a triathlon, just look, like good defense, you know, in goal, on goal defense, online defense was really good. So, um, no, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. And um, we needed it more than you guys did. So, that's your like, gift of goodwill get, to us. We get to take it out. We get to take it out on the Tigers this week. Oh God, they're gonna have an absolute field day. Literally, I'm, I'm like, pray for Tigers. Seriously. No, no, don't, don't Because after, after that. They deserve it. You know, they're like, coming. Yeah, yeah. Oh dear. But you know that's funny. They've, they've won one game, and now it's going to be like. <laughs> I, I think I saw like um, Brooks saying that they want to win the next eight in a, in a row, and it's like <laughs> you've won. And we're like, let's focus on stringing two together first. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like, like, like nearly, there's not many teams in the competition. Like, I'm not saying that the Tigers can't beat you know anyone they play on their day, but there's I don't think maybe with the exception of possibly Newcastle, I don't think there's any team in the competition mm. that would look would pencil you know look at their their draw over the next you know whatever until the end. Of the season and you know pencil mm. that one in as a loss i don't think yeah <laughs> you know i mean yeah. you know you're gonna play the storm and you go look we could lose that that's that'll be a good test to see yeah. where we're at but yeah i don't think anyone's mm-hmm. thinking that <laughs> about the time no no I, I definitely and then poor newcastle just keep on finding they they're finding new ways to lose every week like it's a, it's a gift it's, yeah. it's actually a gift you know they're they're oh, i feel very very bad for them but um can you imagine? Oh, can, what, you, what do you can you imagine if in if nineteen ninety seven, if Adam McDougall mm. hadn't have stomped on Tuvi's head? What would have happened? Can you, can you imagine if he hadn't have done that? Can you imagine like the, all the bad karma that they wouldn't be suffering right now? Mm. <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. It's, it's always you it's know. Just, it's just is it that? It is that? Is McDougal, is McDougal stomping Tuvi? Is McDougal taking roids? Is mm-hmm. McDougal pe- McDougal McDougal <laughs> 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 That's a Scottish for dickhead, um, and, and, and it's uh, and, and it's peddling his peddling his milkshakes. Um, mm-hmm. It's all on him. Oh, bloody hell! <laughs> yeah, it's all his fault. He's to blame. And the Newcastle fans are suffering because of him. You know, you keep thinking it's going to get better, and it's like it's not. Well, it got better. They won two games this year, so it's you know next year be three. Yeah, it's statistic, and then it's in twenty six years time, <laughs> they're going to win the Premiership. <laughs> Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. Oh, and what a and what a glorious time! Uh, 
you know. What a time to be alive. And I'll be sitting here being like, I remember, like, you know, they, they did it in stages, they did it slowly, but they got there in the end, you know. Oh, they, they built they built to this. But, uh, yeah, it's, you go, 30 years. And, and Newcastle fans would be saying, what a time to be alive, except that they'll all be dead because they would have all killed themselves. Yeah, they will be. Then. Exactly, they'll be gone. That'll be it for them. <laughs> oh, okay, so we've got a couple of questions this week. And... Uh, this first one, you're not going to know the answer. Well, I hope you do because I'm actually really interested in it as well because I've noticed it myself. But um, it comes from a, an American mm-hmm. American listener. He's, uh, I believe, in Albuquerque. And uh, mm-hmm. true underscore, I think it's two underscores, true underscore underscore grits. He said, are there regulatory impacts affecting chicken price stability in Newcastle and not the rest of Australia? And then he's got the the screenshot from the bunker. And you know how they've got like the, there's like the, the, hot, the, hot, the hot rod KFC, you know, lunch deal or you know whatever it is yeah and then down in, in the fine print on the right in the right hand corner it always says prices vary in newcastle does it yeah so well, my take is that it's probably a smaller market and maybe they use it as a test yeah. market for, for promos and stuff like that and they don't want to have promos getting in each other's way and things like that or it's just such a small market there that, you know, whatever the cost of operations of the what, however many franchises they've got there are different. But you think if it would apply for Newcastle, it'd be, there'd be tons of small little places that it would apply to as well. So Yeah, like Central Coast and yep. things like that. Like So do you have any idea about strange. the uh, chicken, chicken prices? No. <laughs> can I get can I do some research and yeah. come back? Oh, if you can get an answer, that'd be great. I'm so I'm so interested to know the answer. <laughs> I'm glad do. you actually brought it up because I've often wondered that and uh yeah, I have no idea. It's in, it's a uh... okay. Well, I'm going to find out. I'm going right. to make it my this week. All right. I'm going to find out, and I want to come back with a full report on chicken prices in Newcastle and how they're affecting the KFC prices. Fantastic. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he also sent another one through to say, "Ever notice how ruggedly handsome Henry Perinara is?" Oh, love him. Absolutely love him. We're actually dating. <laughs> wow. wow, you turned that around quick, didn't you? <laughs> oh dear. That's the. Yeah. I was gonna make. I was gonna make a, an inappropriate, uh, inappropriate joke about you know someone, you know someone who you know like Stockholm syndrome or something like. Yeah. that. Wow! It only takes one. It only takes one favourable game to get you on board. Yeah, literally. Right. It's like the, the cheap drunk of the refereeing world. Yeah, that's him. Okay, so now we got one from an anonymous listener, who will be very oh. well known to uh, to most people who listen to the show. Hi, Nat. I have this friend who's window to sue an NRL club over a public liability incident at their home ground almost three years ago expires on Friday the 14th. <laughs> Do you believe that a signed jersey and match ball is adequate compensation? <laughs> can I, okay, can I say probably not? <laughs> And please get in quickly because if you don't, it's a bitch to fix. (laughs) When you get past that three years, it is so time consuming to explain why. So, (laughs) and so with so so with the three years thing, is that is it is it just killed off dead with the. We, no, well, you can make you can make a late claim, um, like explanation, or like you can file a late claim, but there's just no guarantee that the court will accept it. Okay. And then it's it's you know, do you want to to go through and take that risk? That's one of those things. And, and mainly, um, as well, to to just on on gambling that they will. 
Yeah, well, you know, depends. Your explanation usually is I didn't know you could bring a claim or yep. uh, my injuries were so severe that I was focusing on, uh, you know, rehabilitation for those without even thinking about a claim. And if you're asking me now, oh, I know that he expires on Friday. So yeah, exactly. Then that, and, and, of course, I mean, you know, <laughs> so, and, and, and among our listeners, of course, you know, there's there's all sorts of, you know, Supreme Court justices. I mean, they, like they, they're well aware of this conversation we're having right now. So Exactly. So you've stuffed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Unlucky, Mr. Unless Morris. you get him by Friday, we've got two days. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, if you wanted, if you wanted to do that, of course, you know, you would, you have to go and see Brian's. Brian's lawyers, please. <laughs> It'd be like the world's quickest statement of claim filed. <laughs> but you know, we can make it happen. <laughs> Fantastic. All right, now, great chatting to you again, and uh, thank you very much <laughs> for your you. time. And uh, if anyone has any questions, hashtag Ask Nat. Oh, there was another one I saw that was, um, that was interesting. Uh, We've said that there's the we've had the like the Natalie and Brulia and we've had the you know with her fistula in Ethiopia or whatever it was and we've had the the young YouTube uh, wannabe sensation. Someone's yep. um, asked a Twitter account uh, by the name of Beatles Rarity. Ask that. Beatles Rarity. What were Ringo and George mm-hmm. doing on the sixth of July, nineteen fifty-seven? <laughs> I don't know. I might research that as I well with my chicken. Which, which year was that? Were they, were, they, were they with the were they with the Swami? You know, having the, the, the spirit. Well, they're going to get an answer from me. So, I mean, was George in the, the Hari Krishna thing at that stage? I, I don't know. I, think I, I don't know who they wanted, but we're going to we're going to make an answer for them. We're going to find out. All right, fantastic. <laughs> All right, so hashtag ask Nat on those questions, and uh, yeah, thanks again for your time. We'll talk to you next week. Oh, origin! Oh, hang on, you have a genius origin tip for Ooh. us. Well, because origins happening yes. like in kicks off in about three and a half hours. So. Mm-hmm. So You're going to make your prediction now that's going to come out until after the game? A prediction. Your prediction. Well, I thought we were going to win until I saw yeah. I saw that um, the spine – I don't know why I didn't clue into this, but the entire spine is Melbourne Storm. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, they might just use the Storm effect to beat an entire state. So, um, oh, I don't know. I really don't know. I feel like if New South Wales don't win, that's pretty sad. Like if there ever has been an opportunity to win – on a gold plate, like waiting yep. for us, it's now. So if we don't win, it's pretty sad. But you know, I, I don't put anything past us. Okay. So, 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 so your, um, your, your prediction is is Queensland by. I think Queensland might. Oh bloody hell! See, I, originally I said New South Wales because I mean we have to win. Yep. Like I feel like it's we've like, been the better team for win. three out of four halves of football as well. Yeah, and then yeah, so then but then you look at it and you're like, I just find Queensland might find a way to win. You know, but I feel like are we the Newcastle Knights of the, the state world here? Are we going to find a way to lose a game that is waiting for us right there, like we did game two? Oh, but yeah, you hope the players you don't know? have that kind of you know that's like that that beaten dog sort of you know what I mean like that that, that yeah that like, mentality. You know, you know, New South Wales by twenty, dominant victory. You reckon? Yeah, easy. I want to see a hand. Well, grenade. they should. That's what should happen. I want to see That's Jared, what should happen. Jared throwing hand grenades. Jared Hayne throwing a hand. I saw actually a bet thing. There's a, a deal on, I think with sports bet, mm-hmm. where it's like Jared Hayne to score the first try, last try, or win men of the match, and that's $6. Okay. I think that's a great bet. So uh, one, one so, of those sorry, three the first things, or last try. Yeah, one, one, one of those three things. Have yeah, to one of the three things at yeah. $6. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, like, last try is a good, uh, definitely a good one. I can see him yeah, know, if, so, if the game gets past them. And it opens up a bit, mm-hmm. then I can definitely on see the wings. Yeah. Here he goes. It's half of his life. Yeah. So I feel um, that might I might put some money on that. So right. I go. recommend the same to everybody listening who won't listen to this until tomorrow. So there was no point in doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know they say the more you put on, the more you get back. Uh, Brett, 
Perspective betting, everyone. Gamble, gamble responsibly. In, uh, in, in other words, uh, don't think about putting the bet on until after it's already passed. Until after, and then you haven't lost anything. <laughs> but in your mind, you've won. You, you have just won people like you've so achieved. many imaginary yep. $6 portions. It's ridiculous. Yep, exactly. All right. <laughs> so, All right, well, enjoy your origin. And- yeah, chat to you next week. Thank you. Previews coming up this week, Warriors versus Penny Panthers, the pub slot game over there in Mount Smart. Look, what's going to happen? Panthers going to justify your love? Hell? Isaac Dude. Luke returns. This is a tough one. Hoffman out, which is great because he's been you know, passenger material over there. There has, this, is, this is funny. <laughs> the number five named is uh, Manu Vatavai. However, he won't be playing uh, before his departure to Salford. It's just going to be basically Manu Day, you know, like a tribute sort of thing. Yeah. And this is one where it's like it's it's cool because a they don't want him anymore, and b he's gone. He's not going to come yeah. back and smoke him because he's playing in England. Um, so, I guess yeah, for the for the purpose of this game, it's actually Manu Vatavai Stadium because it's also been renamed for one day only. Fantastic. So you're playing at Manu Vatavai Stadium. And, now look, uh, here's the thing. Yes. The muddy puddle just yes. while we're on Penrith. Yes. Shit name for a stadium. Great name. I say we call it Neverland. Yeah, but this is all because of your, like... Well, tell me, you have a fucking young boy who never grows up. Oh, yeah, we've had this discussion, haven't we? Yeah, go ahead. There's the evil fucking Captain Hook forever trying to fuck him over. Yeah. You know, there's, there's Tinkerbell Cartwright, who's, you know... The Tink Tink of the coat hanger. Re- reasonably fucking attractive. Although that's almost becoming obsolete because you see his Facebook post today. No. Oh, he's announced he, it was a it was a Facebook picture and a, like with the ultrasound picture on it and and uh, he's knocked someone up and he's going to keep it this time. Oh, really? Yeah. Good on it. Can't wait to make you know this this baby Cartwright and have a family with this one. Fuck yeah. So this one's not putting him on blast on Facey, obviously. Well, probably didn't turn up with a list of. 200 grand's worth of fucking demands for him. <laughs> but yeah, but that was after the, that was after he'd broken out the Abbey pump and everything, I mean. <laughs> no, it was before. No, but that was like, he he, he had said, look, you know, this is happening, I, you know, I want this to happen and I want to pay for it. And then, so she's gone, all right then, you're going to pay for that? And he's... You know, <laughs> he didn't say he wanted it to happen. He inquired as to what the costs may be to go through with it. And she <laughs> added on these fucking erroneous lists of extras that she wanted. Trying to besmirch the Cartwright name. I don't, so, think, it, I don't yeah. think it need much to besmirch. Back to the fucking analogy. There's a young yep. boy that never grows up. Yep. So where were we? Think, think of the car, e- of the, of the coat hanger. Captain Hook. Yep. Doing his best to make his life fucking difficult. Yep. You know, there's a, a small white-haired man next to Captain Hook. <laughs> you know, saying things occasionally, but not actually getting involved. Yep. It, it all fits. Yeah, look, I don't mind it. Plus, you know, but we're not playing. We're not playing here this week, so it's really it's a moot point. <laughs> and then from Neverland, it can be Neverland Ranch because of the yeah. amount of childhood dreams I've had fucked there. <laughs> <laughs> and yet all of that, and we haven't touched upon like you and young Matt Moylan. Well, he's the fucking young boy that never grows up. That's right. He's the pan. He's your Macaulay Culkin, if you will. Pan. No, he's the Robin Williams. <laughs> I was thinking of that other kid. What was that other kid? <laughs> It would have been better if we had Tamari Martin. <laughs> yeah, a slightly Polynesian-looking kid. 
<laughs> Fuck that. Rufio. <laughs> um, oh, Penrith by a thousand. No Moylan, which is going to be tough, but... Um, Could be a blessing in disguise. Look, Torrin comes in and, and you know, it's going to be his first NRL <laughs> experience. Would have been handy. Would have been handy to have fucking Tamari at this point. Yeah, it would have been. This week. You know, you can't deny the kiddies' opportunities. It's true. And Penrith being a fair and equitable club. Like to award people their opportunities. <laughs> um, I really hope we don't go too fucking Griffin ball on this and start shifting cunts everywhere and ending up with fucking Isaiah Yo playing on a wing and Peachy in the props and fucking Edwards as lock. Just just because I guess we'll find out. out. We'll find out about five o'clock Friday afternoon. Um, this one, this one, I, I think is just control. Cleary needs to step up now. It's his team. There's yep. no Moylan there. And just for the sake of the sake of the season, the team they have That's to it. actually start building some momentum. I mean, sure the draw can be soft as like, but if you're going to go fucking win one, lose one, win one, lose one, you're not going to get anywhere. Exactly. So, so. Um, th- there's some opportunity for some of these players to stand up and and really make a, a statement in how they're playing. Yep. Um, but at the end of the day, we're playing the Warriors. Yeah. So. And last time they managed to get themselves up by about what was it, like twenty two nil or some shit. And like, then just yeah. fucking capitulate. Yeah. So. If they find themselves in a good position again, I don't think they'd. I don't think they'd capitulate again. I think. I think. Look, it, if, this, if the, talk- this is the return. Rub, you know, the grudge. You know, you think surely like there's just too much motivation not to allow that to happen again if they find themselves in good position. If you want to go back to the fucking rocks and diamonds out of the shaft. Yep. Like they started out just vigorously bedazzling everyone's faces, and ended up pebble creating people's driveways. So. <laughs> Raiders take on the Dragons, GIO. Friday night football. This one was a tough one. It's Canberra and Canberra. Hodgson back, big for those guys. Massive. Aldi gets his uh, extended reserve. He's on the extended reserves list, so I'm not sure he'll play, but um, fuck, he's been to some clubs now. And apparently, apparently, uh, Ricky has made Austin and BJ bury the hatchet. I, th- I believe, yeah, he did get them together, didn't he? Yes. I'm not sure what the outcome was, though. Apparently, the hatchet is buried. Okay. So. I'd be a fly on the wall there. <sighs> Fucking hell. Don't uh, call me a greedy cunt again, BJ. Don't be a greedy cunt, you greedy cunt. Mm, That's pretty enough. much how it would go. Yeah. Look, the the ones that, that the dragons are missing, uh, it doesn't look like... Frizzle and Dugs are going to back up. I believe Frizzle's been given, yeah, he's been given six days off training or something yeah. like that, so he's definitely not going to be around. Yeah. Um, Canberra need to start winning some games, mm-hmm. and and they've got the talent on the pack. You know, they don't have massive injury crises. They don't have anything wrong there. So um, this is a good opportunity with with the outs that the Dragons have playing them at home in Canberra. Um, fucking Jesus Christ, Canberra fans, learn to count to three. <laughs> like, if you fucking clap, it's not tough. But, yep. um, yeah, look, I'm, I'm going to go with Canberra here. Just for St. George's uh, lack of strength up the middle. Yep, yep. I'm thinking... Let me actually, I've got my tips up there. Who did I pick? Fuck. It's tough, eh? Canberra, the most untrustable team in the in the in the competition at the moment. 
as I think. Um, so, look, with the addition of Hodgson, not having to rely on Baptiste as the main as yeah. the main game, uh, and presuming that the hatchet has truly been buried, we'll go Canberra. But, yep. we'll, you know, we'll find out. You'll be able to see it happen on the field. Knights take on the Broncos Saturday afternoon down there in Newcastle. Gay guy back. Will he fucking bring his origin aura with him? You'd like to think he had something to prove and he'd get up for a game against the club that punted him. Yeah, he doesn't give a fuck. No, he doesn't, because he's fucking soft as cotton buds. Yeah. Uh, Broncos with a lot of outs. Indeed. Um, Hunt, Gillett, Maguire named, but it's, um, I haven't heard anything about whether they're in or out or you know what yeah. the, what the deal's going to be. We'll probably find out more you know, uh, closer to the it, the game itself. Here's the thing, though. No, Milf. You, you still look at that Brisbane pack. Yep. And there's still Blair and Sims. Mm-hmm. Culloch's still running around there. You know, Thido's there, who I think was unlucky. Yep. To, to get to be the one tap of the victims. on the shoulder. Yep. Um, and you've still got Roberts. Now, if if James Roberts is only good for one try game, mm-hmm. that might be enough. So I, I still don't think Newcastle will have enough to get over Brisbane here. Um, and yeah, it's... Brisbane fans, they, they they want us to believe that this is a danger game for them, but I, I, under no circumstances. Yeah, the ultimate think. fucking hedges. Yeah. Titans take on the Sharks at uh, Hope Solo. Saturday night, 7.30. Yeah. Titans bring the same lineup in as last week. Uh, it doesn't look like uh, any issues with Wallace and Hain um, coming back. Uh, Sharkies. Sigiaro named on the extended. Uh, they still say he's an outside chance to return, though, this week. And um, Capewell comes into the, uh, on the bench for Paulo. Fuck, I would have preferred to have Luke Lewis in that origin team than half the cunts we had running around. I always find like, Lewis and Graham kind of interchangeable. Well, one of them runs 90 metres to score tries. And the other one the other gives away one penalties origin. to lose, season, yeah. lose series. Is, yeah. Exactly. Um, Cunt. Yeah, getting into the business end of the season, you'd want the Sharks to really start firing. Mm-hmm. It, it's probably taken a lot of people by surprise. They they got away with some sloppy wins earlier. Yeah. Oh, yep, okay, you know, it's early in the season. They, they're getting along, they're getting along. Yeah, but they sudden. fucked up the Roosters and they had a chance. I mean, like yeah. Manly almost ended their season, but they came back well and destroyed the Roosters. So I don't think the Titans are going to put too much uh, yeah. opposition up there for them. The, the mighty Manly Sea Eagles take on the West Tigers uh, at Brookie. Uh, Jakey Turbo comes back into the side. Uh, Lussick to the bench. Lewis Brown still injured. Two thumbs up. That's uh, nice of Manly, though. What's <clears throat> that? Like, so they could keep a, a representative-level player like Jakey. They've agreed to give a contract to his fucking Rain Man brother. Who's his Rain Man brother? Fucking bug-eye cry-face. <laughs> fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm saying it's nice that they're so keen to keep Jake that yeah. they've given a fucking courtesy contract to his brother. I would expect that uh, Jake is more the Glenn Stewart of the family. Apparently the younger the younger brother's gun too and uh, he, he and about four or five other Manly players fucking carved the under-16s origin and, and Albert Hopawati, in fact, winning the game by setting up a ridiculous fucking try a metre from the dead ball line, mm-hmm. beating four guys to get out of the end goal, another couple on the way, and uh, sent it off to fucking... What's his name? Bradman. Bradman Best or something. That's a bug in there. I, I don't go so far as to 
creepily watch 16-year-olds playing football. Mate, let me tell you, when you're a New South Wales fan, and that side's never lost to Queensland, that's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. That was supposed to be get a, around it. a dry dig, because... I know, I know, I know, I know what you're trying, but I'm not, I know, I know. Well, you know, based on that, I'm tipping fucking Wests here because Manly are all a pack of cunts. I tell you, um, West Tigers, you know, worst possible time to catch Manly. Um, you know, if, if they if they manage to get within seventy, I'll be fucking stunned. All the best, and we'll see what happens. I mean, like at this stage, I believe that um, Teddy will play. Um, Woods, he should be fucking one hundred percent because the cunt didn't do anything the other night. He should be. I mean. You know he, what? He, he, he he expended as much energy in that Origin game as I expended fucking watching it. After you've, that, climbed, after yeah. you've climbed Mount Everest, a yeah. fucking speed bump must look impossible <clears throat> to climb over. And that's where Manly are. After you've climbed over Mount Everest, a speed bump must look impossible? Yeah. That doesn't fucking You're work. You're so fucking exhausted from Mount Everest. Or it's more like Mount Everest can't is muster the so effort. fucking high. You look at this insignificant thing and go, oh, I fucking shit bigger than that. No, I'm saying that Manly... I know what you're trying to say. Penrith was Everest. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, not really. You know, it's going to take really. some fucking mental fortitude to be dumped from Queensland. All they're going to do is just uh, is uh, look at it and go, you know, we got fucking came by the ref. If this if uh, this Sutton gives us a fucking run, then God help, we're going to make an example out of these West yeah, Tigers. You know what? I'd, I'd really, I'd really wanted is. to fucking look at it, and then I just looked at the forward packs. Mm-hmm. Chris Lawrence is back. Yep. So... Yeah, if you guys do not just dominate, <laughs> dominate that fucking West Pack, uh, I just wrong. I, I just wanted to absolutely fucking emasculate Aaron Woods. I mean, that fucking guy. I, I wish him nothing but the worst in life after his performance. On yeah, night. fuck that motherfucker, Matilda-looking motherfucker. South Sydney Rabbitohs versus the Cowboys. First of all, those Cowboys is not necessarily the, I think. They've, they've been away from him more than they've been with him this yeah. season I think so that ain't a thing no more um, Robert Jennings comes into the Rabbitohs side in, uh, in the centres for Braden Burns Cowboys unchanged from their last outing and this is now they've got Tamari in there yeah, so I want to play in the halves to back up Morgan a bit yep. so he's not the only, only game that's it and, uh, and and with guys like Hess having their Hess has come on you know you get that in most years, mm-hmm. those players that come back and they've just, you know, got got an origin hard on, mm-hmm. and they just play out of their skin for the rest of the season. Yep. Um, I reckon Hess is going to have uh, one of those back halves to the year. So I don't. I'm, I, I'm I, tipping the Cowboys here. I have. I, yeah. Even even without all that stuff we just said, still tipping the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, and we got buys, doggies, storm, eels, and roosters. And that's a that's a, a pretty good package of buys to be honest. Yeah, a lot of games there. I have to. That's it. A lot of games you have to get up for <laughs> as a viewer, <laughs> especially the doggies and the eels. Fuck. Oh. is full time for episode 263 thanks for listening everyone and thanks for joining us all through the 2017 season if we smash this episode out hard over the next couple of days uh, this month will probably be a record month for us as well breaking the record set last month um, you can interact with us on Twitter so follow at TWI League and uh, make sure you give us a shout if you've just joined up or whatever so we can uh, 
get you a ready-made pack of followers. Um, also on facebook.com forward slash this week in league. Uh, thank you very much for sharing the posts. Um, each week, guys, that numbers are growing, so I really do appreciate it. Uh, need new iTunes reviews? No iTunes review this week, so if you get on there and give us a rating, a star rating, and a review, greatly appreciate it. And uh, of course, and you can if, listen to us on League Live. If you yeah. know what, if you're too fucking old and out of touch, go to your kids and ask them how to do an iTunes review. Get them to fire up that newfangled computer thing. That's it. And uh, yeah, the info picture box. Yep. Supercoach, the Wendells, NZ underscore Magpie 54, Dingbats, Lucky Punks, Lamb of God, Grey Ghost, Junior Mints, Ebenezer Rascals, Sesame Timbers, and Seaweed Steelers are the top side. So the Wendells up on top now, narrowly. Only, geez, just over 50 points in it. Uh, tipping, Lynn, she's on top. Tied on 89, tied with Terry G, Macca, and uh, JB, all four-way tie on top now. One point back, we've got Kylie, Heavy underscore Nova, E underscore Rascals. At one point back, we've got Fabs, TBI Dragons, and Mad Dog, who makes his return to the top 10. And uh, I dropped a couple of places. I'm, I think I'm top 30. And, geez, I, if I had have gone with my fucking head rather than my heart, <laughs> I, would have, I wouldn't have been in the A. I wouldn't have been in the top 10. But, uh, fuck, I would have been close, like a game out or something like that. But, you know, that's the game, isn't it? That's it. That's all I've got this week. So uh, once again, uh, once again, I didn't apologise first time. But yeah, apologies for the lateness, but we did have to get the origin in, and uh, fucking massive fucking regrets. We're not the ones that should be apologising. I've got massive regrets. Yeah. About, about waiting for those those, those cocksuckers. So <sighs> it is what it is. I need to do a Wesley Willis song about the New South Wales State of Origin team too. <laughs> Just about Mitchell Pearce. Yes, Mitchell Pierce. You are a low-down, dirty rat. Your dad was a good football player. <laughs> it is not genetic. <laughs> <laughs> you really suck on a hairy baboon's ass. You belong in a team with Robbie Farah. <laughs> nice. That's it. Talk to you next week. Later.